Blog Talk Radio. And 
she's like, did you did you eat any yet? And I'm like, no, I, I had to go get the show set up. She says, well, you know, she cares. Make sure you eat. I'm like, yeah, I will. And I'm looking at the food. And I'm like, well, you know, I can't really eat while I'm on the air. I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, but I can drink. And she made this. It's a <laughs> it's it's a, I don't know. It's, I don't know what it really is. Um, I texted her and said, what's in it? I'm not really sure what's in it. But uh, lemon limoncello is what it is. And I'm drinking some. And um, you know why? Because I can. That's really why I'm drinking some. And the other reason I'm drinking some is the party's over. You know, let's just put it out there. Let's just go ahead and let's just let's just um, we'll talk more about the Cowboys and the Bears in a little while. But let's just say right now there's only one person on this show that has a, that has any shot, um, you know, to to accomplish their goals in the postseason. And me, JB, and Dr. Train are sitting over here in the you know we're sitting over here in the kitty corner. You know, we got we got our dunce caps on, and um, K Star sitting over there running the show right now because his Steelers. I mean, man, we're going to get to the Steelers because I know at the end of the first half, K-Star was sitting there sweating a little bit. But we're going to get to the Steelers. We're going to get to that to that game, and we're going to get to a lot of stuff. But I have to start with the hottest topic of the week. I've, I've been dying to get on the show and talk about this topic, um, but I'm really curious because we haven't talked. And the beauty of the Madden Voice, and by the way, the Madden Voice, we are live, 347-838-9525, 347-838-9525. Catch us on Twitter at The Madden Voice. If you're on Facebook, just backslash The Madden Voice or, or search for it. Or go to Google. Search for The Madden Voice. You'll find us here. Me, Commissioner T, JB, the voice of reason, Dr. Train, the man with the philosophy, and the quickest man on the sticks, Ali Quick. Uh, K-Star is with us. And by the way, K-Star, I don't know. I'm sure you saw it. I saw a problem whoop up on uh, Maurice Jones-Drew uh, over the weekend. Yeah. That, was, that was beautiful. It was just so beautiful. <clears throat> I gotta, I gotta catch the recap. I gotta, I gotta catch the recap of it. I'm sure it was, it was just awesome to watch. Oh, it was, it was just so beautiful. I mean, MJD was talking so much, was so much um, junk, and you know, and and well, problem ain't never. I'm thinking, does he not know who problem is? You know, a problem ain't Must never not. been. This reason, ain't ever, you know, he ain't never done where you reach out and touch somebody. I'm like, well, that's all problem. <laughs> you know, I'm like. Anyway, I'm sorry, guys. We are the Madden voice. We got to touch on a little bit of Madden. If you guys go to NFL Network um, and just search for, um, just search Madden. I don't remember. I think it's Madden Live. I think it's the name of the show. They talk all about the game. But our very own problem, Eric Wright, who who K-Star knows, who I know, one of the, you know, as we always introduce K-Star as one of the greatest Madden players of all time, even he has to say problem might be the greatest of all time. And um, uh, he was called out by Maurice Jones-Drew, former Jaguar running back, who actually, you know, in his own realm, in his own arena of playing uh, for a former player who normally the former players get whooped up by guys like K-Star and Problem. Um, and it's not bad from what I hear. He's, he's won some competitions. Um, but, it, 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 you know, it was just nice to see. It was just he nice. He needs to stay out of this arena, though. And <laughs> <laughs> I mean... And he yeah. went, and he had to go at the at the man, like, you know, play me, you know what I mean? Come play me, you probably beat me, but he right. had to go after. Him. But anyway, yeah, um, he, yeah. By the way, I, I co-signed everything you said. Uh, from, I'll give it up to him. He's the best uh, man player I've ever played and, and seen play, and yeah, he's dominant. So I'm sure MJD knew who he was. He just didn't realize 
how he became who he was on the game. Um, so that'd be like a problem putting on some football pads and trying to, you know, match Maurice Jones Drew in the game of like rush attack, but in real life, like it just wouldn't happen. Right. Right. And and the thing about it is, as we've talked about, and you know, and I, and I've always and I I've I've said it on this very show, and it's really incredible to me when I look at when I look at the guys, and I'm I'm blessed to say I know many of the guys over the years that have been some of the all-time top players. I've seen them. I've met them. I've been to tournaments with them, uh, including K-Star, of course. And it's the work that it takes to be on that level that the average person just doesn't know. They just don't understand. And I see these guys, like a K-Star, take that same work ethic and take it somewhere else, like K-Star has done in fantasy football with fans with DraftKings, all that. And it's really the same work ethic, but now they apply it to something else to be that diligent. And a lot, you know, uh, I, I've seen, um, um, uh, the hell is his name? Uh, Dynasty, um, you know, went into bodybuilding for a little while and dude was like, you know, did pretty well. Oh, yeah. 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 You know, same work ethic that he did in Madden being one of the best during his era there. So I, I have to, I have to give it up to these guys. And uh, when I saw it on Facebook and I saw that, 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 that that battle was about to go down. I'm like, all right, I got I got to check this out because I have really not connected with the Madden community in a while. But that one I had to I had to see it. It's it's nice. So anybody out there who's interested, check it out. You might even be able to catch it on YouTube by now. It might just be there. So it's, it's definitely worth watching. But anyway, um, on to the real story of the week. I mean, um, nationally televised game, Giants Panthers. Um, hell of a game. Giants were dead and buried, and give them, give them credit. Um, uh, ferocious comeback in the second half. When it, I'm, I'm telling you, when Cam was sitting on the sideline with ice on his knee, he was done. Okay, he was done. Okay, you don't ice, you don't ice a knee. You plan on coming back and playing. You don't do that. Jay, am I wrong? Jay, tell me I'm wrong. But when you put ice, you're done, right? You heading for the showers after that. that. That's what I'm screaming. So he's sitting on the sideline with ice on his knee. They're up 35-7. It was done. And something told Ron Rivera when they scored, uh-oh. <laughs> uh-oh. Yeah, you know what, Cam? Yeah, warm that leg back up, bro. Uh, we, we need you back in. I, I give the Giants credit for really um, battling hard and, and almost pulling that game off. But, but you know, let's talk about Odell Beckham. It's been all over the news. Every sports show's talking about it. Every talk show's talking about it. Odell Beckham, Josh Norman, you know, and ultimately Beckham's suspended for a game, but he is appealing it. Um, I, I want to I start with Dr. Train on this one. You know, even though we call JB the voice of reason, we're going to get to JB. But I'm curious, Dr. Train, your thoughts on that whole – I mean, just, just – I'm not even going to preface it. What do you think about that whole matchup and, and what went on and, and ultimately the, the, the pending penalty against uh, Odell Beckham? Uh, unfortunately, I didn't watch the game. I was too busy watching us getting beat down by Minnesota. But I did catch the highlights. Um, I'll probably say the, I was looking forward to, to, to the matchup because it was, you know, when we just talked about the best wide receivers, two of the best wide receivers in the league a couple of weeks ago, a lot of us, you know, all of us went with Antonio Brown. And I just like, you know, and, and OBJ just don't look like he's he's a tough dude. And um, 
I would say Josh Norman won that won that battle regardless of uh, 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 Beckham getting that touchdown at the end. I, I saw that that was a push off when I looked at the highlights. Um, as far as I'm concerned, man, um, I'm excusing, but the dude's kind of pumped. <laughs> Just to be blunt, I mean, did he get that frustrated because the dude's in the hip pocket? He get paid too. He trying to get his first big contract too. He trying to be that ten, twelve million, million dollar a year cornerback too. So he gonna bring his best at you, especially when everybody is talking about you, how good you are, and to respond like that, kind of classless, man. I'm glad he got suspended. Hell, I wish he got booted out the game. I probably would have won my fantasy football game. You know, rest could be Okay. All right. Um, JB, did you watch the game? No, it wasn't televised down here, but I did see the highlights uh, repeatedly and okay. heard all about the pregame antics that were going on with the Panthers and, and the threats that were leading up to the actual kickoff. I, I heard all about that afterwards. Okay. Um, my, my thing is this, and, and and train to a point I agree with you, um, but I have a different take on it. These two are professionals. They're supposed to act in a professional manner. And it's a big game. It's hyped up. You've got the Giants who are fighting for the playoffs. You've got the Panthers wanting to continue their unbeaten streak and, and remain undefeated throughout the regular season. So there's a highlight, a highlight there. You're also going into New York, which is obviously the mecca of sports. So there's a lot of entry already building up. The problem I have, and, and I'll continue to have it throughout the course of the year, has been with the rest. This whole thing got out of proportion because they didn't rein it in. And we've said all throughout the year, the one thing that's consistent with the rest is inconsistency. And if there's ever a time where there needs to be players reined in, this was the time. And and also the sidelines should have reined the players in. There should have been leaders on the Giants' side talking to OBJ as there was with Carolina talking with Josh Norman. But my, my problem lies – to start with, with the refs, they're not babysitting. I get that. They're dealing with grown men. I get that, too. But at some point, you are the law in terms of what's on the field, and you have to administer the law and get things under control. And they did not, and this is what happened. Okay. K-Start, did you did you watch the game? Yeah, definitely caught a lot of this game. Um, okay. First, first of all, <clears throat> Odell, uh, he he really sh- – I mean, yes, him and, him and Norman, they, they got into it. Uh, Norman, obviously not exactly innocent, but it was obvious that Odell was mentally rattled. And the stuff that he did, it was insane. You know, we can try to defend it, but this is – this guy broke a record on Sunday. It wasn't for the right reasons. He was the first player in NFL history to have been uh, hit with four personal flags in one game at the receiver position. So that is an all-time meltdown. <laughs> I mean, that, what is that like? Is it 15 yards per? So it's at 60 yards. He cost his team net in a three-point game hmm. if they lost. So, so you want to defend that? I mean, I just don't understand how and he drops he can, a touchdown um, wide, wide open and he touchdown, a touchdown, which clearly because he, he wasn't. Yeah. yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was off his game. And, and uh, listen, but let me start on Odell Beckham and Antonio Brown talking. I think don't bring that up. I know none of you guys have, but I'm just in general. That, that kind of pissed me off to begin with. But he played terrible anyway. 
yeah, he he was bad from the beginning of the game, and I know he scored a touchdown, but um, yeah, he was just he was completely just mentally just out of it. I, I've never seen right. a player get that that shook before. Uh, right. That was crazy. Um, well, I watched the whole game, and so let me say, Jay, they, the, the players were talking to Odell. They were trying to keep him calm. Um, the, the head coach didn't say much to him, but there were coaches and players talking to him um, to try to keep his head in the game. Um, you know, I've thought about this a lot because as a Cowboy fan, and I don't, you know, I don't, I'm not trying to bring everything back to Dallas, but Des Bryant gets a bad rap sometimes. And even way back before Des Bryant, Michael Irvin. So I always try to look at fairness. What's fair here? And, you know, and K-Star, just for the record, I agree with you. I mean, uh, listen, this year, there's no, there's, I mean, I think Julio Jones may have more catches than your boy or whatever, but listen, regardless of that, regardless of that one stat, your boy is the best in the game right now, period, in the discussion. There's no second. There's no one even in his, in his conversation right now. I mean, I mean, with, with what he does and the percentages of targets he has and catches, you throw anything his way, he catches it. I, I watched that game, too. I mean, he's, he's I, I, you know, but that's another conversation. We'll get to that in a little bit. Listen, um, you know, people are coming down on Beckham, and here's my problem. Um, Josh Norman ain't innocent in all this. And at what point do, do you know, Jay, you're right about the refs. The refs didn't eject nobody. Like, you know, like this guy had, um, you know, at one point there were three personal fouls and, and the commentators like he's got three personal fouls and he's still in the game. He head lunges at Norman. He's still in the game. You know, so it's hard for me to say he should be suspended when the on field refs, didn't do what they were supposed to do. So I've got a problem with that. I got a problem with suspending this all pro wide receiver with two games left in the season and the Giants trying to win a division. Now, he's wrong, but you're penalizing the entire team and franchise. You know, find him, find him something stiff. Suspend him the first game of next season. But why do you why does the when the refs on field didn't take control? Why does New York and the league office want to do it now and potentially impact the Giants' chances to win their division when their own refs didn't do it? I, I have a problem with that. I have a problem with Josh Norman being all Mr. Innocent. That dude talks as much trash as Richard Sherman or any other defensive back in the game. At some point, yeah, we, we men. Now, I get it. Show it on the field. Yeah, yeah, I get it. But you know what? From what I'm hearing, what this dude was saying was out of bounds. You know, calling calling my boy, you know, challenging my man's sexuality and things like that. That's not football. You know, football is I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna shut you down. You're not getting a catch. You you might as well you might you I'm gonna send you home crying to your mama because you ain't gonna score on me. You're not gonna catch. Okay, all that's in bounds. But then when you start you know calling out a man and talking about his family and things like that, I you know like yeah I I, I you know I don't know what I would have done, but I might have I might have lunged at him too. So I, I just think they're both wrong. You know, both of these guys needed to just keep it on the field. And, hey, we were anticipating a great on-the-field matchup. You know, a guy who's up and coming. I don't want to hear he's the best corner in the game, okay? Come on. Let's, let's give – you know, this league is too quick to anoint people. It's too quick. Let's give, give him a little time. You know, give him a little time. Let's see what happens in time. But he's a, he's a damn good cornerback. 
He's damn good at what he does. You know, Odell Beckham, he's damn good at what he does. Great matchup. That's what we wanted to see. But all that, all that extracurricular that goes way above and beyond, hey, man, these are men. These are, these are men out there. These egos you're messing with. I think they both just needed to shut up and play football. Or if you're going to talk, keep it to the game. Don't get all personal and stuff. That's just, there's no need for that. Because then you see what happened. It degenerated into something that was unnecessary and took away from the competition on the field. T, let me ask. So um, you say that the trash talk, right? Uh, so you say it was out of bounds. Was it – because like I said, I didn't, I didn't really catch much coverage on this. Was it – did he say that while they were on the field in the game? Or something outside of the game. In oh, it started time. before the game. It started before the game on the field. It started before the game on the field. Yeah. Okay. So here's here's what I say to that, and this, this is the kind of play I'm just playing devil advocate a bit. Um, see, they said worse back in the day when there was no mics. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, yeah. I, I mean, I, I get it. I get. Uh, listen. No, they said they said worse. You know what no, I'm saying? I, so it's like right. to me, make right. to me when when you when you when to me it's like toughen up because people gonna say whatever they can to get in your head to get you off your game. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I agree with you to a point. I agree with you to a point. And when it comes to on the field and you talk about um, you can't play, you sorry, you ain't got you know all of that that has to do with the game. I hey, there's there's nothing out of bounds. But, dude, you can't, you know, listen, we're competitors. We're supposed to, at the end of the game, we're supposed to shake hands and be like, good game. At the end of the game, we're supposed to exchange jerseys and sign each other's jersey and have this NFL brotherhood, okay? So how we gonna, how, how is that going to happen if during the game or before the game you're talking about my mama, you're talking about my family, you're talking about my kids, you're talking about my, you know, it's out of bounds. We're competitors, I've talked, my brother will tell you, I talk as much trash as anybody, but I will never, I will ever make it. Per- I, let me, let me give you an example, Train. Let me give you an example, okay? I don't want to get political, okay, because that's a whole other conversation. But, mm-hmm. but, you know, you hear Donald Trump running around and all stuff that he says, and I don't get how this guy's number one for Republicans with all the derogatory things he's saying, right? So I have a friend of mine, um, now I don't consider him a friend anymore, but we used to work together, and he put... Um, Obama's getting Time Magazine Person of the Year, right? So he put on his Facebook a picture of Obama, and it said Pussy of the Year. Okay? I sent him a message. I said, I said, dude, really? Like, you don't have to like Obama as a president. That's your right. That's democracy. You don't like our president? Fine. You don't have to like his policies. You can talk about health care and, you know, it's cost me more now. And you can talk there's plenty of things I'm sure anyone could find if you don't want to like our president. That's your right. That's democracy. But when you start talking about, you know, saying things derogatory like that, he's a traitor. He needs to be um, um, court-martialed and this and that. I said to him, I said, dude, I, I, I considered you a friend. Now I'm wondering why we're friends when you can be that way about your praise, your president, too. Right? That's why I said to him yesterday, I said this to this guy. Today on his Facebook, do you think there was more of the same? I unfriended him. I unfriended him because I felt it was out of bounds. Donald Trump, out of bounds. You want to talk about you know, Hillary Clinton's failure as, so, as Secretary of State? That's fine. Policies that have been implemented that didn't work? That's fine. When you start talking about 
banning Muslims, 1.5 billion Muslims, exporting this, building walls, women this, all that just negative. There's, there is a limit. There's a limit in my so, Now I'm bringing this to football. Yes, on the field, I get it. They're going to talk a lot of junk. But don't talk about my family. That ain't got nothing to do with the game. I get it. You're trying to get in my head, but don't talk about my family. Don't talk about my kids. You know, talk about I suck on the field. Talk about how you're going to shut me down. Talk about how you're going to own me. Okay? I get it. T- t- okay, T, trash talk does not have a bubble. We put it in when it comes to being on the field. So if we can put for you, I mean, you've been around 10 years longer than I, than I have, man. You play, I, I'm assuming you played you play in high school. You know what these dudes say on the field. To me, as long as he's not behind the mic in the press conference saying this and that, I, I honestly can't really make an argument to even have an issue with it. You know, when you try to try to make the comparison with Donald Trump and, and with, with what your friend said, that was actually public slander where everyone can see it. This guy's mm-hmm. on the field, and he's mm-hmm. saying what he can't say to get in his head. Like I mm-hmm. said, I get it. It may not sound nice, but at the same time, it's like, oh, damn, toughen up. This is, this is you know, because if, if this was back in the day where there was no mic, He'd be a punk. <laughs> He'd be number well, one punk ever Why do we have why do we have rules like excessive celebration and taunting and things like that in the NFL? You know, you score and you taunt your opponent, you get a penalty. Unsportsmanlike conduct. There is a rule that says if you do certain things, it's unsportsmanlike. I, I, I get you on the rules. Um, you, you know, as we we talk about on the show, we don't back every rule that they put up here. No, uh, I'm, sometimes but, but, just let them go celebrate. But I, I, I kind of I get where you're coming from. It's rude, but you know, like like JB said, maybe the ref should have should have should have should have you know stepped in on that. But and I, I and I agree and I agree with that. I've I've already said early on. I said the refs certainly didn't do what they were supposed to do, and I think had the refs toughened up from the get go because this started right away. I mean, this started right away. They were going at each other. And literally, literally fighting right away, okay? And the refs went over and talked to both coaches, but that wasn't – the refs should have said, if it keeps happening, we're ejecting people. Yeah. We're not tolerating this mess. <clears throat> and, and they both should have been told at that point by the refs, by their coaches, and by their teammates, which I don't know that they weren't, but they both at that point should have shut up. They both should have just shut up and played football because you see where it was going, you know, you could see and this, that this no. And honestly, this is the issue that you have when people want to give passes to players who are very good at their position. This what happens when you want to give special treatment to <laughs> players that the fans want to see play. Because here we're talking about, man, we would love to just see just some head up competition and not all this slinging blows. We didn't. We didn't. We didn't go see a Tyson Holyfield fight. We want to see football, right? <laughs> but instead, right. we get some MMA, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> instead of MMA, and, 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 instead of football. So this is special treatment. And train out what I, you I, had right there. I will say this. I do think Odell needs to needs to thicken his skin a bit. I do agree with that. I don't completely disagree. You know, when when you know when I was playing in competitive sports. My whole thing was, you know, I'm beach on the field, I'm beach on the court, I'm beach on the track, you know, mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. you know, and, and and that was my whole thing. And don't get me wrong, I could talk junk when I needed to, 
But the whole thing was, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm beat you. You know, me and my brother always talk about, you know, Scottie Pippen and the whole pointing up to the to the scoreboard. You know, guy got guy dunked on Scottie and started dancing in Scottie's face, and they're losing by thirty. And Scottie just pointed up to the scoreboard, like, really? <laughs> you 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 know, you dancing and you getting you getting what? You look at the Eagles, the Eagles. Um, it was on. Come on, man! And I actually watched that game too. The Eagles, Carolina. I mean, uh, Eagles, uh, Cardinal game. Dude scores a touchdown. The score goes to like thirty-seven and ten, and he's dancing. Really? Look at the score, dude. You know, you're getting blown out. So, so I get it. There is there is an element of show him on the field. And Beckham had it. He had an early touchdown. He burnt. He burnt um, Norman, and he had it in his hands. I mean, it was a perfect throw, and he had end zone, and he dropped it. And that's when I said, oh, my God, he's in his head. It's going to be a mm-hmm. long day for this dude. He's in his head. Because, I mean, you, Train, you could have caught that ball. And I'm not saying you can't catch. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, that, that ball was right in his hands, and he just dropped it. And I said, oh, my God. So, I mean, hey, I don't think there's a right or wrong answer here. I'm just saying, I, you know, to summarize, I agree with JB. Refs should have had better control over the game, first and foremost. Um, I don't agree with the suspension at all. Fine him, yeah. The head spear, yeah, fine him. Um, but suspending him, no. I just think I think that's excessive. Um, and you know, I think that Norman's getting kind of a pass. Everybody's giving Odell a hard time, but you know, I think this dude, you know, I, I, he he's. I was coming around to the Panthers, and now I'm, I'm going back to not liking the team because of him. Because I just think he just, you know, dude, you, you, you know, they ain't done nothing yet. You know, shut up. Oh, man. Man. This, Josh Norman was not in the wrong. I mean, Josh Norman was involved, but let's let's be real. Odell was the one who got flagged four times. He broke that record. Odell was the one who came at him with a cheap shot, of all cheap shots, and he knocked him in the head. I Listen, I, I'm usually not for players being suspended for what really at all for, for on play field, but that was bad. Like, that, that actually warrants it. Well, because it wait a minute, though, but you're saying Norman did nothing wrong? I mean, really? You watch the game and you're saying Norman did nothing wrong? No, no, no. Relative to Odell, I mean, there's a reason why Odell is not getting a free pass. I mean, they both – okay, let me rephrase. They both were in the wrong. However, Odell was, was like, ten times as egregious as Norman was. And, or, and Norman was pretty egregious. Don't get me wrong. But Odell was, like, next level. Like, just – I think the only cheap. difference – the only difference – is Odell took that cheap shot with the helmet. That's the difference, and that's why he's getting That's suspended. a big difference. This man ran like a full wait, 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 wait. We got a video of one of your players. We got a video of one of your players on the Steelers doing the exact same thing in your game. Exact same thing. And and they call it clearing the pile. The exact same thing. The exact yeah, same thing that Odell did. Was, your players and Steelers did in the Broncos game. Exactly. Yeah, one's receiver, one's off the and gave him guy a concussion. And have we heard any? Is there a penalty for that? Did well, he get he flagged four times? I mean, let's be real. I mean, there's a level of attention. Wait, 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 wait. Let's be clear here. I just said, and you agree, the only difference in their actions was that move that Odell did. And I already said that that, that was bad. He shouldn't have done that, okay? But that said, let's not act like that don't happen in NFL all the time. And I'm calling your player out, your lineman that came down the field way after the play was over and head speared um, a guy on the Broncos and gave him a concussion and he's out for the game. I haven't heard a boo about your boy getting a, getting a flag for that. You know, no penalty. 
Had had Odell not done that, you would have got suspended? Nope. No, That's why no but the thing was, he was – yeah, it wasn't just that one play, though. It was the accumulation of, of just punches none of that thrown. Stuff just, but none of that stuff – but so did Norman. None of, Norman grabbed him and threw him to the ground several times. None of the stuff that went on prior to that would justify a suspension. Maybe, maybe no, a no, suspension. The yeah. thing that justifies a suspension, the league can say, is the head spear that he did. Okay, that's fine. But then what about your Steeler guy that did the same thing? Well after the play was over, and your boy comes in, bam, and, 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 and gives – I can't remember the player he hit, but he's out. He was out with a concussion off of that play. I ain't heard anything about a penalty, a fine, suspension. So what, what I'm saying is and, – and that type of play – Unfortunately, is fairly common, you know. Now, was it was it a dirty by Odell? I I would I would buy that. But did Norman not dirty cheap shot him all game too? Grab him, throw him, hit him constantly. They were going at it. Both of them were. Is what I'm saying. They both went at. That's why I'm saying I'm not excusing Odell. But I'm saying everybody acting like Josh Norman didn't do nothing. I'm like I watched the whole game. I mean, literally. From the first play, when I saw them going at it, I was chilling on my couch. I sat up. I said, oh, this is about to be one of them games. And so all I'm saying is is that I think Odell's getting a bad rap is what I'm saying. You know, and then Norman after, I mean, come on. After the game, Norman tweets the picture of Odell catching the L. Dude, come on, let it go. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. So, but now, yeah, it, it was, it was, it was personal, obviously. Yeah, and, and, and it definitely got personal at that point. <laughs> oh, it's just, yeah. And all I'm saying I mean, I is, too, if you came at me like that. But. And, and let me just say this: I just hate the fact that now. And hey, listen, y'all know I got no love for the Giants. I could give a crap about the Giants. This ain't. I don't give a damn about the Giants. But I hate to think that their chances of getting into the playoffs now are damaged by the league deciding to suspend Beckham where the refs on the field didn't eject him. They didn't think it was egregious enough to boot him out, you know. And now now you're, you're really, I mean, he's their, he's, their, he's their receiving threat. You take him out of that game, that's like taking Brown out of your team, Dez out of my team. That's huge. Indeed. And I just think that, you know, at this point, they could have figured out another way to penalize him. If you felt he needed to be penalized, penalize him. Hit him for hundred grand. You know, hit him for a game check. You know, you the league, you can do that. Hey, you know what? That game you just played, you just played for free, bro. We're taking a game check away from you. You know, give him a stiff warning. He he doesn't have, well, maybe he's done a couple things in the league, but he's not considered, you know, problematic, you know. So I I, I just, you know, going down the stretch, you want you want all your weapons. Steelers, you want your Browns, yeah. you want your your Bryant, you want your Roethlisberger, you know what I mean? You want your weapons when you're trying to get into the playoffs. And now their main weapon is out. I just don't agree with it. I just don't agree with it. Yeah, um, that's an unfortunate thing, especially since we're robbed of that, uh, all of us, all the fans, because it is a Sunday night game. So it sucks. Well, I mean, first off, it it, it was personal for no reason. No reason at all why it was personal. Um, it's not like these guys have a huge history from, from college or anything like that. When I look at this game and I saw the replay of everything, it took me back to looking at the NBA where the Warriors and the Clippers, they don't like each other. And as soon as one thing gets out of hand, the refs step in, they warm both benches. 
not going to tolerate this. It's not happening on my court. And that's why I'm going to keep harping back on the rest could have said, we're not going to tolerate this. It's not happening on my field. Y'all want to do that foolishness? Do it out in the in the uh, the parking lot after the game. But not here, not now, not in front of all these fans, not when this has got to be a good game, no. And here we are talking about two players when there's, I could have sworn, 22 players on the field at any given moment. It was a great game from the, the replays that I saw. But the only thing we're all talking about now, two individuals that took it one step too far and the refs never did anything about it. That's really the crux of the whole issue. This thing went way out of proportion. They could have both sides could have been warned, and we could have went on and played a good game. And if someone stepped off over the line, get them out of there. Get them out. Well, period. you know, what, what we're looking at is a microcosm of what I think in my maybe, well, let me not age myself, but I'm an old motherfucker, um, a lot of years of watching mm-hmm. professional football. Mm, a lot of years of watching professional football. I don't ever remember a year of such poor officiating all the way around. This is the worst. I mean, honest to, honest to God, I thought the year of the replacement refs were the worst year I've ever seen. This is worse than that year. The, the lack of cause, the lack of control, um, the mistakes that they make, the, the clear mistakes that they make uh, this year, I've never seen anything like it before. And to me, Jay, I mean, that is really the main point. If you see this happening early on, you jump on it right away, and you don't you, you let them know. If you keep it up, you will be ejected. Okay, you have been warned. I'm letting you both know. I don't care who swung first. If you keep it up, I will eject both of you. Okay? So cut the crap. I agree. I agree. But, you know, you got, you know, the diva, diva wide receivers, diva, you know, cornerbacks. They think they're bigger than the game, you know, and I, you know. It's no different than boxing when you're constantly hitting someone below the belt. Ain't no different. Yeah, I agree. going to put you aside, give you a one and take you to the corner, warn your cut man, warn everybody else. Do keep it below the belt, we're going to call it disqualification. Same thing. But this is the whole, this is the whole uh, it's all about me, watch me type of generation. So maybe I shouldn't be surprised by the antics that happen on the, on the field because of that. But still. I agree. Uh, I see our buddies here. We missed them last week, so let's bring them on. He actually called in early this time. Bryce from Brooklyn, welcome to the Madden Voice. Oh, fellas, happy holiday. Aren't you just full of holiday cheer? Yeah, no, not really. <laughs> Yo, you know what? I know K Star right. is is already familiar with this song. Train Commission, I want you to sing it with me. Here we go, Steelers. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go, Steelers. Here we go. Sing it with yeah. us. I got this. Here you it go. It is Here officially. Here you go. Blow it out your ass. Right, 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 right. That's why I thought I'd say the sing the song. Since you got the sound effect. There you go. Oh, just there you sing go. it with us. Sing it yeah. with us. Yeah. Hey, so yeah. how you feeling today, buddy? How you feeling? Yeah. Yeah. Man, I'm yeah. I'm feeling great. I'm feeling yeah. I'm feeling yeah. spectacular, frankly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that word spectacular. Yeah. That's that, that's that's one of his names. Something spectacular he goes by. <laughs> oh um, man. So well how we didn't feeling? We didn't get, train. How y'all feeling? We didn't get to the Steelers, so I guess we can we can we can cover that now. And, and hey, you know what? It is what it is. I mean, um, 
you know, my team's out. They're eliminated. And, um, you know, it is what it is. I mean, I, you know, I don't play. I just commentate and fan support. And um, I had hopes. And, uh, you know, Romo going down not once but twice. Des being hurt. I mean, it just, you know, I, I, I would I would think that any team that just won their division a year ago and went deep into the playoffs and bring them back the next year, you take out their starting, you know, quarterback who was an MVP candidate, you take out their starting wide receiver who was one of the best in the business, it's it's hard. I mean, you take Ben and Brown out of Pittsburgh and, and see what you got. It won't be the same team. You know, we see we see what you guys were able to do to Denver with, uh, you know, hey, Brock came out in the first half and lit y'all up, and then y'all made some adjustments in the second half and shut him down, you know, like like yesterday's business. And um, I, I can't, I can, you know, as I've said to you, Bryce, and, and K-Star knows this very well, my football integrity is first. And um, you guys are looking fierce right now. I, I can't even deny it. You guys are looking uh, uh, especially, especially on offense, you know, you may have, you might have the best offense in the game right now. Right now, I, it would be hard for me to put the Panthers, the Cardinals, or the Patriots ahead of you, to be honest. And those are arguments, you know, you can argue the Panthers, obviously, Cam's playing out of his mind. Cardinals, you know, what they're doing over there, highest I think they have the highest points per game in the league right now. And we already know Tom Brady says, says it all. Um, you know you play him, he's going to put up 30 on you. But what you guys are doing on offense and what your defense was able to do in the second half, because I, I, when, when it was 27-10, to 10, I said it's over. I ain't going to lie. I said it's 27-10. I said I can't wait to get on the show Tuesday night and be the only one that called this game right, you know. Um, but I'll be damned if you guys didn't make some adjustments in the second half. You shut Denver down completely in the second half. All of, I mean, this dude was 14 for 18 in the first half and like 7 for 26 or something in the second half. I, I don't even know. I'm like, who is this guy? Who, 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 who is he? Because he – and I'm giving you credit. I'm not saying – I'm saying y'all, y'all brought back the steel curtain from the 70s or something because you shut him down. And, you know, Bryce, you didn't hear me say this earlier, but I'm going to say it. Right now in this game, ain't, ain't nobody can mess with Antonio Brown. Ain't nobody. That dude, that dude, what I'm impressed with is he catches everything thrown at him. Forget, yeah, 15 catches. I don't, that don't matter to me because any wide receiver on any given day can have a 13, 14, 15, 16 catch game. That's not what I'm talking about. Forget the numbers. I'm talking the eye test. And you throw anything at this dude and he catches it. It's, it's. It's I can't even find the word. Right now he's the best in the game. I can't even I can't front. I can't I can't uh it's the truth. And I said it last week and I'm gonna say it even stronger this week. If I'm in the AFC right now and I know right now you guys are still jockeying for position in the playoffs, you know, I know you guys are still trying to find um, you know, your spot in the playoffs there. Um but if I'm in the AFC right now, I don't want to play the Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't care what team it is. I don't want to see them in the playoffs because you guys are on a roll. And um, it, it, it's scary what that offense can do. And it's even more scary what that defense decided to do the second half against, you know, maybe not Peyton Manning, but it's still pretty good Denver offense. 24 So, hey, I, I got, hey, it's, it's your world right now. I, got no, I can't say anything. 
I'm on. You know, you know, it's funny. Um, my second call after the bang, after we lost to the Bengals, and I just I just remember K Star and I coming on, and we wasn't worried one bit. It was like, yo, we we've seen this script before. So so I want to take it back to last week. You know, it's interesting when you got a quarterback that can control the pace and the tempo of a game against a very good defense on the road and throw no touchdown passes, you know you got something. 26 points, no touchdown passes, matriculating the football down the field. They can't do anything with them. It reminded me almost of, you know, back in the day with Jason Kidd. He'd have no points and be dominating the basketball game because he's got eight rebounds, he's got 12 assists, he's got three steals, he's setting all the picks, and he's getting everyone else involved. Um, it's just amazing that regard, whatever game they need him to play, he can play. And, and, and I also found it interesting last week with the Bengals. As soon as Burfecht, and I'm, and I'm very tempted to actually call him Vontez Defect, um, it was so interesting when he came across the field. I, I knew it was over because this is the same Bengal team that, that <coughs> Chase Arm and I see. All the time. Like, talent is there. They've got some talent. They start filling themselves. But they forget who they are and who they're playing against. Yeah, but and Bryce, we have to go out and show Bryce, them. But, Bryce, let's be, let's be fair now. I, gave, I just gave you guys a ton of credit for your game against the, uh, the, the Broncos. But let's, let's be fair that you play yeah, we'll that. a Cincinnati team that lost their quarterback who's been playing oh, 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 wait, at wait, 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 wait. Come on, come on now, Commissioner. Hold on, hold can on I, now. Can I finish? Now, can I finish? Now, well, can well, I let me make a quick point about that. Let me make a quick point about this whole injury thing. Because we wasn't saying that when we were down to our fourth string quarterback. Like, we still had to go out there and show and prove. So, yes, well, it's was. unfortunate I, I, that he got I, hurt. I, I, but well, I, but I, let's not well, bring that into the equation. Well, well first of all. You still got to play the game. Okay, so now I'm going to finish what I was trying to say, okay, because if I'm you, I'm sitting there saying, man, Kamish gave me a lot of credit tonight, and I'd run with that because soon well, I'm going to end up. That's the thing I already knew, though. That's the well, thing. I'm, I, okay, but you need to let me finish what I'm saying, okay? That's, right. that's part of a talk show is when you talked, I let you talk, and now I'm responding. Well, you, you really saying. didn't, but go but ahead. But I did. I let you talk. I'm just, I, 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 I wasn't I, done, but what, go ahead. What, what I'm saying to you is that you're bloviating and bragging about a, a win against a Bengals team that didn't have Andy Dalton, and I think you, you conveniently leave that out. And I didn't. The first, game, the first game against Andy Dalton, you lost. So when you say, well, I knew I've seen this script before, well, no, you haven't because Dalton has been a warrior. He doesn't really miss games. So not you against haven't. us. That's not true. Not against us. He doesn't miss games. I, I know, but he hasn't been a warrior against us. So no, no that's, what I, the way what you're I, the way you're no, putting that war, together is, warrior, is not warrior, complete. Warrior, warrior, as in he plays his games. He shows up and and starts. He was out, I believe, in the second quarter of that game. I believe it was the second quarter. It was early in the game that he was out for the entire game, and McCarron came in. So yes, you guys got a nice win against a pretty good Cincinnati team, but you know. Come on now, you love you, you, you know, a backup who got no pretty much no snaps all week came in and and manned that team. You know, it's part of the and, game. And I know <laughs> it's part of the game, but when you're pounding your chest, I would just say, you know, I'm glad we got that win and move on because no, don't well, brag well, about well, it. Well, 
Well, and, that's and what then you then, would say, but that's not in the context of this game because they got a good defense. They still got A.J. Green. They still got all this stuff, and other teams, i.e. us, have had to win under the same circumstances, and we were able to keep the ship, of, I mean, the ship afloat. So, no, that, that not, argument doesn't hold water in this I don't know how much of the ship. See, this is why I hate giving credit because guys like you make me want to take it all back because you say well, we can't ship. Feel free. Take, well, I don't need your permission. I pretty much can do whatever I want. Um, I know. You, you, you say we kept the ship afloat, yet they're still 11-3, and three and you're 9-5, and five and you split this year. So right, what right. Ship playing with our oh, third and fourth quarterbacks. So let's not leave out the facts we want to leave out because it doesn't fit our narrative. Minute. Wake up your mind. Is that relevant or not? You just said no, that's no, not. It's, no, no. It's, oh, I, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying we can say it, but then say it on both sides. Like, I understand they had their backup quarterback, but when we didn't have ours, we just we took our wins, we took our losses, just like they just took theirs. It's a team game. So, and there we is always said we don't if use our injuries as that, excuses. So then why are we that, continuing to do it? It's, it's not, not consistent. It's not, it's not. Don't misquote me. Okay. I'm not you, misquoting you. That's what was so, said. So, no, I know what I said, and you're misquoting me. I'm not making excuses. What I said was, you're bragging about a win, and your exact words were, we've seen this script before. Well, no, you we haven't. Have. Yes, we have. That's not true. We have. What, what? All right, so I just muted you, Bryce, because I'm trying to make a point. So you need to stop talking and let me make my point, okay? So I'm going to unmute you now, and I want you to listen to what I'm trying to say, Okay. See, I do how, listen, but you take a long time to make your points. So what is the point? I take as long as I want because I run the show, okay? But I, you're not I making take, a point. I can take as long as I want. How about that? Yes, I and, 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 and you do. You won't, you won't really let him finish. You keep interjecting, bro. I'm just saying. Go ahead. What is the point then? My point is very simply this. You beat the Bengals without Andy Dalton. And you act like it's the same old show. And it's not because Dalton wasn't there. If Dalton had been there all four quarters, then I'd say, wow, you guys were right. You weren't worried. Dalton came. The team was at full strength. And y'all took him out. But you can't come on here and say, we've seen this script before when you actually haven't because in the past, it's Dalton manning that team. Now, this year, even you have to admit, as if, if you have any football integrity, Dalton's been playing on another level this year compared to past years. He stepped up his game this year. So what I wanted to see was Andy Dalton and this team that's playing on another level against your surging Steelers team. And unfortunately, we didn't really get to see that because Dalton hurt his hand and was out. So, yeah, y'all got the win. Y'all got the win against the Broncos. We don't got a healthy Peyton Manning back there. We got a backup back there as well. So all I'm oh, saying is great win. Great win. <laughs> and I've given your team credit. Unlike you, I can give credit where credit is due. But, I give but, credit all the time. I give the full picture. Anybody any credit other than the Steelers. I have not heard you give anybody any credit when you call in other than the Steelers. Nobody. I always give teams credit. I like, always give teams credit. Like, for, like, like for example. When you say we hadn't seen this, we have played against Andy Dalton many times. Even in the first game, which you conveniently leave out, he didn't even play that well. But they got the win, and I said it then. Good job for them getting the win. Also, also in that situation, we didn't have Shazier. We didn't have it. We didn't have Will Allen. I never brought those things up. It was like they beat us. They beat us. So I'm not. I don't make excuses for our injuries. But I also don't take away from the win, saying that well, you know, don't be just because Andy Dalton wasn't there. Yes, I know he wasn't there. We saw the game. That's part of having a team. 
and we have had success against Andy Dalton in the past. So whether he was there or not, we continue to have success in the first game when he did not play well. That's why it's I lost. said K-Star and I have seen this script before. We have but seen you it lost. because we've seen it. But you lost the first game that he didn't right, play. Right, but we won the second. But we won the second game. Where he was out. That's my but point. we still he won it, out. though. So, and, and, we did, and we didn't have Tewitt, and we didn't have Shazier, and we didn't have Will yeah. Allen. So you didn't bring that up. We also lost Le'Veon Bell. Um, yeah, and we lost <laughs> Le'Veon Bell. So, and, so and, see, and my but, thing with but, you, Commissioner, you like that, to conveniently live, live that out certain Andrew facts Williams that don't fit your narrative. Somebody said that D'Angelo Williams was top ten running back. So I mean, uh, yes, and that, he and he has shown himself to be that. Yes, but we still lost the best running back. So let's yeah, not leave out the facts absolutely. we don't want to because it doesn't fit our narrative. No, That's I'm what not. You like to well, do. Well, no, I'm, there's no narrative. I state facts. What I'm saying is the most important position. On any football team is a starting quarterback. Yes, That's we fact. understand that. That's a fact. So when your starting quarterback, who's playing at a near MVP level, as Dalton was playing before he got hurt, fall, loses or you is mean the hurt, one we shut down the the one we shut down in the first game, in, in a loss. But we won. still shut him down. Did we not? Yes or no? Did we shoot him down? Yeah, yeah. Did we y- shut him y'all down? Kept, y'all kept the, their offense limited, but not enough because you lost. So whatever he did was Six, just well, enough. No. Because our quarterback was coming back off of an injury. I didn't bring that up either. I just said we lost. But you want to bring up all these little other points that to take away from the fact of what we've done. Um, I believe, Bryce, I believe that I started off for about three minutes, and all I did was give credit to your Steelers. After you talked about the Cowboys for almost five minutes, my goodness. (laughs) Then you came on and said, yeah, y'all did this, but this, but this. I don't understand where that comes from. Wait a minute. He didn't start this whole thing talking to us with me on the phone talking about the Cowboys? He went on this whole thing about the Cowboys. We don't talk about We haven't. We haven't. If anything I know we haven't done tonight, <laughs> Commish, you didn't start your talk. You didn't start off when I called the phone and, and I said talk, talked about the Steelers. You didn't start off talking about the Cowboys bringing them up out of nowhere. What I what I said was very simply that, yep, we're we're out of it. That was it. I didn't go on any long. You didn't anything. say more than that. You didn't go on Tony Romo's injured and Dez is this and this and this. You didn't do that. Are we just gonna deny that? What are you talking about? K-Star, you're, you're his friend. What is he talking about? You didn't say that. <laughs> you didn't say that. K-Star, it's your boy. Help me understand where he's going. K-Star, he didn't start off his whole I mean, soliloquy saying that? I thought my whole thing was talking about the Steelers, K-Star. Am I wrong? Because correct me. You, K-Star, he didn't say that? It was, it, was very, it, it was very brief. It was very brief. You know, actually, it was more of a, of a concession of, of giving credit um, to to – uh, so let's not let's not bring him back to the Cowboys, please, because then it'll be on you. Bro. I didn't even bring him up. He started out and brought him up. No, you just you just you just did. <laughs> no, he did. He you're doing it now, up. and we're we're telling you not to bring him up now. I didn't mention the Cowboys. <laughs> I actually spent quite we're a bit of time. Cause... I didn't bring the Cowboys up. This sounds like OB Day and Norman through the damn radio. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Say so out. Yeah. No, because no, I always win because it's my show. But I'm, what I'm saying is I gave and his yeah, team, And that would be the only reason. Well, no, I would win out in public, too. I would no, win it in the I, I would, I would 
you wouldn't have a chance. But you know, no, we don't. no, that that's well, not true. In Brooklyn, I'm in Bristol, <laughs> Connecticut, two hours away. We can meet at a bar and have and, and have a debate, and I promise you, you won't win because it wouldn't you, be worth you, my time because you would just be repeating all the points I've already said, like you always do. Well, it wouldn't be worth your time because you would get annihilated because I bring facts to my discussion. Yeah. You bring slanted homerisms to yours. What I'm yeah, saying, homerism. From, what from I, the what guy said, who has talked about Tony Romo for two weeks and has never brought up the running game with Des Bryant. But I'm bringing homerism. Right. You listen, to the show or do, listen to the show or do you use the force or something? Do you hear me? I always talk about the running game and the lack of the running game. Dude, we go back to the last time we talked. You didn't bring that up one time. You can forget what you say. I don't bring that up one time. Anyway, my point is very simply this. Your team is playing very well. I believe I said, which is why I don't understand, if I'm you, I'm sitting over there, like, ready to mentally high-five me because all I did was give you credit. I said, why would I, I do that? <laughs> There's no reason for me to do that. So why do you call the show then? Then what's the point? Well, I didn't call for, for you to give me a high-five. I just come to talk about, instead of talking about said, football, I don't need a high-five from you. What are you talking you about? Talk- well, hey, you don't have to be on the show, bro. No one's forcing Well, I understand that. I mean, yeah, that's a given. Once again, that's redundant. But I didn't call to get a high five. I mean, I just called a top football. I don't need a high five. That makes no sense. Well, no, it does make sense because you don't shut up long enough to listen. So why don't you pay attention and learn something? What yeah, I, I don't learn anything when you talk because you just talk redundantly. <laughs> it's right. redundant. All right, he's all. <laughs> See, you know, I tried. I just hung up on him. I tried. I can't deal with him no more, and I hope he doesn't call back because I got nothing to say to him. K-Star, this is why this is, this is, this is the problem with fans and, and why some of your fans and some Cowboy fans get a bad rap. Some of my fans are the same way. I can't just blame Steeler fans. But really, yeah. I spent <laughs> about the Steelers. All I did was give you guys nothing but credit. Said I wouldn't hate to be in the AFC and not want to play. And this guy still got something to say to me. Really? And then he's like, I don't need a high five. What are you calling the show for? I mean, yeah. the whole show is giving your team credit. Don't call again no more, bro. I've been here. I've been doing this for eight years. We don't need you. So he's all done, and I don't. I won't be taking any more of his calls. I've had enough of his uh, stupidity. So Bryce from Brooklyn. All right, that's good. He's, he, right, yeah, he was walking down the show. I mean, Bryce, appreciate it. Steelers fans, you know, you even even bogging down the show because I didn't get to my Steelers hot take yet, and that pisses me off because I'm Steelers. <laughs> well, you know what? All I'm right. gonna turn it over to you, man, because we've had to tolerate this guy long enough, and that's it for him. So, K Star, Steelers hot take. The floor is yours. Go ahead, bro. Yeah, you know, um, the game. It was funny. Well, it wasn't funny at first. It was actually pretty tragic uh, how it started. But when I was watching in the first half, like. I, yeah, I was definitely worried, but honestly, I had to tell a, few, a really good friend of mine who, who I've been watching Steelers with for years. Um, we, we don't really watch them too much anymore these days together, but we always say in touch, text, whatever. And um, I actually kind of had to tell him, like, hey, I think we, we have a legit shot, chance in the second half. And the reason why I was saying that is because, like, it's Brock Osweiler, and, and he was, you know, on fire, but, like, we didn't seen this. I, mean, I don't think we've seen it for a reason. I don't think the Broncos offense is really that explosive. And so I felt that, you know, they would regress, and, and I felt that the Steelers' offense would come on. And luckily that, that happened, and we needed all of that to come to fruition for it to happen. But um, the, the most important thing was was the fact that, you know, the Steelers' halftime adjustments 
were on defense. I mean, we knew the offense was going to come together, but defensively got together completely just clogged the passing lanes. We're on these receivers, um, so you know, sticking to them like glue the second half, and that was the biggest difference. Now, we already know the Steelers offense is elite, but definitely the Broncos' defense is amongst the best in the NFL. So it was really impressive that, um, you know, the Steelers' offense was able to just still be as dominant, at, you know, as they've been. The last three games prior to, to this one, the Broncos allowed 15 catches to receivers. I mean, Antonio Brown had 16. Like, he... You know, a few weeks ago, I said that I think he's the best, not receiver, but player in the NFL. I'm saying it again. Um, he is dominant. You know, he was open to leave. <clears throat> uh, Chris Harris, uh, who's really underrated for whatever reason in the national media, uh, had to give up a, a touchdown in two years. He's, he's locked down, and, and he couldn't, you know, cover Antonio. He gave a touchdown to Antonio. Um, 16 of 18, uh, 18 attempts at Antonio, 16 catches. You know, 180 yards. We already know the game, but it's just he's uncoverable, and it's 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 awesome. You know, he's. Uh, some, I mean, it really is like a, a part of it. It's like it's cool because he's on my team, like I'm a fan. But like, if I wasn't like, even if he wasn't a Steeler, like I would just be like super impressed just with what he's what he's done. I mean, um, the dude, you know, three straight years with. You know, like fifteen hundred yard receiving yards, and that's what he, him and Jerry Rice only once ever do that. And three straight years of one hundred ten plus catches, him and Wes Walker only once ever do that. He's just taking the game to another level, and and Ben is too. And you know, I'll touch on it real quick. Um, that that interception he threw, Ben did was was so bad, but um, I can't really fault him too much because he played such a perfect game up to that point. And luckily, and I. I, didn't, I Honestly, when he threw it, like it was disgusting for it to happen. But I really wasn't worried because the defense was playing so well, and and luckily they held it down again. And that's the biggest takeaway for me is just the fact that the defense can clamp down um, and really help out that offense because we know the offense is going to come and play every week, no matter who you're who you're putting out there on defense. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, you know, and, and K Star, you know, and, and let me just let me just do this real quick. Um, last week. I, I mentioned that K Star had limited intelligence. It was it was an attempt at a joke, um, but I sensed that it wasn't really taken as a joke. So I've already apologized to K Star, but I want to do it publicly. I didn't mean it as a personal attack on K Star. K Star is my brother. These guys are my family. Okay, and and anything anybody hears from us, even if it gets heated, Train and I have had some conversations, bro, where I think we both want to reach through the phone and slap the other one. Okay, um, same thing with me and my brother. You know, we've had some talks where you know, but. But this is number love on this show, and particularly after hearing Bryce and his just down, <laughs> straight out ignorance. Um, not that it makes K Star looks good, because K Star looks good on his own. There are times that I got we got to rib him because he is such a homer. But he's a very smart young man. He's very smart, knowledgeable about the game. And anybody who heard that, who may have thought I was over the line, I, I probably was. So I just want to apologize for that comment. It, it was uncalled for. I have nothing but love and respect for K Star as a, as a person, as a father, and certainly as a co-host. So I, I didn't mean that as a personal thing. So I just wanted to get that out of the way. Um, but but that said, um, you know, I can't, you know, the problem is what really aggravates me, K-Star, is I can't argue with you about this shit no more. You know, I, I, I like being able to tell you <laughs> that your team, ain't, you know, ben, I, ben ain't a four horseman. Antonio Brown ain't better than Des Bryant. I can't do that no more. It really pisses me off. I can't because Ben is a top. Listen, you got, you got 
Tom Brady is still, to me, at the top of the heap, okay? Cam Newton, yes, I said it. Cam Newton's right there now, too, okay? And damn it, if, if, if Ben Roethlisberger ain't also in that discussion. Drew Brees is great. And he's got a ton of records and streaks. And, I, and you know, and, and Drew Brees, in my opinion, will always be a four-horseman. Um, you know, Peyton's hurt. Peyton ain't done much this season. He's had a really bad year. Did he stay one year too long? We'll see. When he comes back from this injury, let's see what he's got in the tank. But Ben is playing at that level. You know, Ben is playing at – I can't argue with you. If freaking Antonio Brown makes me sick. He's just so good. I can't, I, can't, I can't dispute it. If I do, I jeopardize my football integrity, and I'm not going to do that. I'm going to tell you, Case Thought, that everything you said is exactly right. And if Peyton doesn't come back to Denver, Denver don't have a shot. I mean, Brock did everything he could to win that game, and now you're in his head. Y'all play him again in the playoffs, he got nothing for you. You know, forget Houston or Indianapolis, whoever wins that division. You can forget that. Um Cincinnati needs Dalton, but Cincinnati has no postseason record of success, so I can't buy them in the postseason until they do something. That leaves the Patriots. That really only leaves the Patriots, in, in my opinion, at this point in your way of going back to the Super Bowl. If y'all can beat the Patriots, which we'll get to that when it's right. There's no reason to debate that now, but um, that's going to be the game right there, and that's going to be a heck of a game. Going to have to go to New England, but that's going to be a hell of yeah. a game. I can't. I can't argue, man. I can't. I just. You guys. Are, you guys have played that well. You, you're on a roll. You're playing that good. And hey, that win against Denver, where I just knew I was just sitting there licking my chops. <laughs> I'm like, I can't wait to get on the show Tuesday night and say, K Star, what I tell you. And now I got to say, <laughs> K Star, you were right. <laughs> and if Bryce had shut up long enough, he would have heard me say that to him, idiot. I can't, I'm sorry, I know guys I need to let it go When the host sits there and says to you Fuck, we all the hosts We're all sitting over here, right? We're all sitting over here saying Steelers got it JB agrees, I know Train agrees You know, hey, y'all got it, man Good you know, good team, y'all looking y'all looking fierce Why do you need to talk junk? That, you, you, you won the debate Shut up Sit back and enjoy the victory You won I don't get it But anyway um, Let's yeah. move on um, uh, um, listen, I tweeted something out. I don't know if you guys saw it. I, I don't know who's on Twitter and who's not. Uh, the only one I see regularly on Twitter is, is K-Star. And I said, Cam is making a believer out of me and the Panthers, uh, 14-0. and um, What impressed me about the Panthers was when the score got tied and they showed Cam Newton on the sideline. And now I'm seeing oh, yeah. this. This is what I'm talking about. Guys, this is what I'm saying. Now, now, they got a little arrogant when they were up 35-7. They got a little arrogant, and what happened? Okay? Giants made a fierce comeback, and, and they woke up and said, oh, damn. Okay? And that's what I mean. That's, that's what, what you saw was exactly what I'm saying. Stop all that in-game crap. Win the game, and then whatever you do after the game is over is fine. Okay, but all that extra stuff, y'all got to win the game first. And the Giants sent them a message, and I think maybe now, because I saw them put the camera on Cam Newton when it went to 35-35, and he had this look on his face that said, okay, I'm about to come back and win this game. And he did. And that's what I've been waiting to see right there. That is an MVP. That is a dominant player. I'm sorry, you say Antonio Brown's the best player in the NFL? Right now, I got I to gotta say Cam Newton's the best player in the NFL right now, all around. 
Oh, they're both they're both my boys, so I can't really you know I'm not gonna get too mad at that. Can argue with me? Um, you know, I've done yeah. a lot of talking, but let me let me let me uh, uh, let me let me bring in Train. Train. If mm-hmm. you had, who do you think? And it don't have to be the one of these guys. Pick somebody else. Right now, who do you think is the best player in the NFL right now? Pick whoever you want. Jeez, man. It's like choosing a flavored Baskin Robbins. Fuck. Can I put a bacteria on it? Can I, can I just say just for the season, since we're almost done with it, yeah. we're 15 games in? Just for the season. You guys- if you guys are Facebook friends with Train, as I know you guys are, and anybody else is out there, y'all got to see the pictures of him and his lady. You know, they was out a little celebrating, a little something, something. Train looking. Train got a little pimp hat on. Train looking clean. I'm like, oh, I got to see it. You got to go see, see the picture of him <laughs> Train got a little pimp hat on. I'm like, go ahead, Train looking clean. I had, but, I had a little comment <laughs> on it. Got a very, very attractive young lady, so I had to, you know, put a little comment, say he's a great-looking couple. But, hey, go ahead, Trey. That's it. I want. I'm about to go out to California and steal that hat. That's all I know. I'm about to take that hat. But anyway. Really, oh. I need to put my stuff up. Okay. <laughs> oh, well, since we don't have to, you know, go between, you know, um, this may be favoritism, but um, um, I just think the guy, because of, if I watch somebody that played this year and just doesn't necessarily put up the numbers that you may see Antonio Brown have, but when you talk about that, somebody, somebody that plays 100% their position and respects other players in the game, for me, man, it has to be there. Fitzgerald. I okay. love that guy. Okay. I, I think that dude is, is okay. awesome for the game. Okay. He's like, everything you talk about when you talk about you know the the debate between the, the thing between Josh Norman and Odell Beckham, just having respect and just having it that yeah. clean battle between your man. That's him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't I can't that's argue him. that pick either. I think I think uh, Fitz is uh, you know and and what they've done and K Star can appreciate this because Arians and his Steelers roots has really made Fitzgerald more of a Heinz Ward type player. Um, and um, yeah, so he's like you know he can block, he can run, he can catch. I mean. And, and, and yeah, I, I, that's not a that's not a bad pick either. I mean, I'm gonna say Cam because what I've seen over the last few weeks and what I saw Sunday, I mean that right there, that that pressure, none of us can relate to that level of pressure. You are you are the, the number one pick in the, in the draft. Your team is undefeated. You know, you're playing a team that has a reputation of taking out undefeated teams. Did it to the Patriots. You know. Um, you're playing in their stadium, and it's a tie. And you were up 35-7, so you had several chances to get points and couldn't. And they just showed him, and I said, "Oh, I said, oh, that's camp. That that's what they talking about. That's what that's what K Star sees. That's what JB sees. That's what they saying. Oh, and then and then he went and did it." It's one thing to sit there and shake your head. Remember, remember old Matt Hasselbeck when he was with Seattle, and they overtime, and he said, "We going, we and we're gonna score too." The ball and we're gonna win. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna score. He didn't throw pick six. <laughs> pick six right? He scored all right. Um, but he went and he went and he did it too. So I, I gotta go. Okay, so I got Cam. 
Um, K-Star's got Antonio Brown, which is a great pick. You got Larry Fitzgerald. That's another great pick. JB, man, I mean, who do you, who do you who would you say right now best player in NFL right now? I'm sticking with the same thing I said about five or six weeks ago. I'm, I'm sticking with Cam. Uh, it, it's the way that he's played throughout the course of the year. And we all talk about we don't see the gaudy numbers and whatnot, but it's not about gaudy numbers all the time. It's about sometimes willing your team to victory. And I think the game against the Giants was a perfect example of that. And, and T, I agree with you. The antics that he showed, uh, they were fourth quarter against the Redskins in a blowout. I don't particularly care for that because, you know, from our, our basketball day, I don't stop playing until it's, it's quadruple zeros. I don't care what the score is. I'm not doing any celebrating or, or whatnot until I see nothing but zeros up there. And if we got the victory, then it's time to celebrate. So that's my only gripe with him, and that was just that one time. Uh, the way that he has brought his team out, because remember, he doesn't have Calvin Benjamin, and he's had, he's making Ted Ginn Jr. look like Jerry Rice. So yeah. folks are forgetting about that over the last two, three weeks. Um, Cam's playing phenomenal, and he keeps it up. I wouldn't be surprised he takes on the hardware. He's just been playing that good. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't. I mean, I mean, I have – you know, I get a kick out of disagreeing with K-Star when I feel like he's anointing someone prematurely or being a homer. Um, I'm at the point where I'm humbled because K-Star is right. I mean, Cam is finally playing to the level that K-Star predicted he would play at years ago. Um, and, and he's there now. He wasn't there before, but he is there now. Absolutely. And um, and I think it is scary to think about this team next year with Benjamin and what this team might do, and this year ain't over yet, but it, it, it is scary. Um, and I may be eating my words about them going undefeated. Uh, I still don't think they're going to make the Super Bowl. I still right now would lean towards Seattle taking them out. Um, but we'll get there when it's time to get there. But I don't see them losing um, these last two games, unfortunately. I, I, didn't, I didn't see it, and I just, I just felt like that much pressure to go 16-0, and they're going to crumble. And this was the game that I saw them crumbling, even though I wanted them to win, although it didn't matter once the Cowboys lost. I was like, all right, whatever. Um, but, you know, Cam came back and put it away. So, um, you know. Um, all right. So, listen, let me let me go to Dr. Train because I want to train and get some air time here. Um, you're, st- you're, you're, you're Steelers, yeah, right. Your Bears are done. Um, here's the question for you. I, I want you to help us. You can answer this any way you want to answer. You could either say, I wish this year we had done this differently. Or you could say, for next year, I want to do this differently. However you want to answer it. But what do you think either should have happened or needs to happen in Chicago to bring – because you guys had flashes. You know, you had – and it looked like Cutler was starting to show us a little something here. So what do you think needs to happen in Chicago to bring you guys back to – where you can compete consistently against, you know, the Panthers and now and now the Vikings, as they seem to be, you know, a playoff caliber team. What is it that needs to happen in Chicago? You need game changers, man. It's kinda really that simple. And the one position that Chicago let go down the toilet. Knowing that these guys had to, were gonna leave at some point or just not, you know, retire at some point was our linebacker position. Under Lovey Smith, it was a staple for almost 10 years. We, we've been just literally spoiled by Brian Erlacher and Lance Briggs, mm-hmm. and our defense stayed competitive because of those two, regardless of who played anywhere else 
Um, and, and we did have playmakers in the other positions, but that was a very that was never a weakness. It's definitely a weakness on our team now, and you can see a difference uh, of how how the defense has its up and downs. One one game it's good, the next game it just gets they get they get they get, they get tore. But mm. overall, the team the team needs some games. They, they need they need some talent. Need some game changers. The coaches I think have done. Even though we at right now we currently do not have more wins than we had last season, we were a competitive team. The most, the more, the, the thing that pissed me off about the loss against the Vikings this weekend was not so much that we lost. Um, I kind of figured we wasn't going to make it to the playoffs, but this is how we lost. We, do we, we had the first game we played them, we almost win that game. We allowed them to score a touchdown before regulation, then we lose in overtime. And mind you, Robbie Gold missed a couple of kicks in that game. But this game, it's like we wasn't even there. I'm looking at the TV in disbelief. Like, really? Mm. <laughs> mm. We went from uh, almost beating them one game to not even being on their level the next. Mm. I mean, true enough, every team balances injuries, but not really going to make an excuse for that. You got. You got the people out there. You you play, you you win. So, but Chicago needs playmakers on 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 both on both sides of the ball. Looking for us, you know, Kevin White. He had his red shirt season, so preferably he had, he he'll be healthy come come next season, and we'll get a chance to see whether we got our own Amari Cooper in Chicago. And but defensively, they need they need to go get some people on, on every level. Mm. Line linebacker and and the secondary. Do you like your coach? these playmates. You like your coach? I like the coaches. I like okay. the coaches. All of them. I, okay. I would hate to see Adam Gates leave. I think the only thing that I didn't like offensively uh, was um, no play. I didn't see play action a lot, but I saw teams stack the box on us like crazy because we had Matt Forte. Like teams okay. did respect that dude for this season, so. But the coach is okay. not. I, I okay. like it. The mentality is different, and you can tell. Okay. Okay. I, I'll just say this quickly about the Cowboys, and then we're going to move on. Um, but I'll just say this. It's over. Um, I'm encouraged by Kellen Moore. Um, you know, I had a discussion with a guy on on the Facebook page about Kellen Moore. Um, and I have to say, I saw things from him I didn't see from Castle and from Whedon. And, and listen, Cowboy Nation, stop it. Whedon comes off the bench and wins in Houston. He did that in Dallas, too. Let him start a game straight up and win, and then you got my attention. But coming off the bench, he did that in Dallas, too. He did it once last year. He did it once this year. You know, it, it, it doesn't mean anything to me, so could cut it out. And and really, I cannot tell you how many people I argued with about Jason Garrett this weekend. Jason Garrett is not the problem. And it really, you, you ignorant Cowboy fans need to watch the games and, and watch what's going on. If this team had Romo healthy, Dez healthy, we run away with this division, period. End of discussion. Okay? It didn't work out that way. Yes, other teams are able to win with backups. I don't know who to blame for Whedon going 0-3 and Castle going 1-6. for I don't know who to blame, but they didn't perform, period. End of discussion. Last year, these guys were healthy. How did we do? Okay, the team is that close. Don't let the record fool you. They're that close. I think, 
you know, on defense, real simple. J.J. Wilcox, bye-bye. You're gone. Skandrick comes back. This guy Mitchell, they brought in to replace Patman. He looked like he's got a little something. Keep everybody else in place, and you're good. Okay, work on a little depth maybe at linebacker because Sean Lee gets hurt. Rolando McClain gets hurt. So we got to make sure we got a little depth at linebacker. Um, but get rid of J.J. Wilcox. Byron Jones is going to be your starting free safety next year. That's a fact. Uh, Orlando Scandrick comes back. You got Claiborne and you got Carr. Figure that out. Okay, and let's roll. And the next year, Dez is healthy. He gets an off-season work, you know, all that stuff. Romo's back. Kellen Moore plays the next two games, gets some seasoning in him. I think he's going to be okay. And um, we got three offensive linemen going to the Pro Bowl and Dan Bailey. So the offensive line still playing decently. This team is ready to roll. So everybody out there in Cowboy Nation calling for Jason Garrett's head and calling for Jerry Jones's head, shut up. It just, it just, shut up. It just it was what it was. We weren't good enough. We lost our quarterback. We lost our star wide receiver for a lot of the season. And I'm going to call this out right now. Do not be surprised. If DeMarco Murray is not wearing a star next year on his helmet, don't be surprised. Now, a lot has to happen for that. He's under contract. He's got to be willing to renegotiate, and the Eagles have to be willing to let him come back to Dallas. I fully believe that Chip Kelly signed him to keep him away from Dallas more than to have him on his team. I truly believe it was, you know, addition by subtraction. You're not going to be there, so you can't hurt us. Um but that said, I don't know that Chip Kelly's going to be long for these Eagles. So keep your eyes on DeMarco Murray in the offseason. He's not happy. They're not happy. And if he's willing to do something with that contract, um, he may be coming home next year. And if he comes back to Dallas next year, y'all don't want me on this show next year. Y'all don't, y'all don't want to. Y'all don't. Y'all, don't, <laughs> y'all just, you just, you just might as well just, you know, you might as well have Bryce host the show then next year. You know, you might as well have that happen. All right. Anyway. Nah. Uh, yeah, no, nah, no, nah, nah. not even K Star wants that. All right, uh, let's move on. Let's do power rankings. Let's do power rankings. I'm going first this week for a change. Okay, I'm going first, and I battled with this one. I, but this was the first week that I actually really sat there and looked at the Steelers, looked oh, at the man. Seahawks, really looked carefully and said, "Hmm." Um, but I didn't do it. But they were they were on my mind this week. A very impressive win against the Broncos, even without Peyton Manning. It's still a very impressive win. And um, But I, I couldn't pull the trigger because I had to go. My number five team is the Green Bay Packers. Um, they're starting to look like themselves again. And um, let's see what they're able to do down the stretch and in the playoffs. Um, number four is the Bengals. Number three are the Cardinals. Number two are the Patriots. And number one is the Panthers at 14 and up. So that's my that's my top five. But I will say, in fairness, I gave a lot of thought to whether or not it was time for me to bring the Steelers or the Seahawks into my top five. But for me, I wasn't able to do that this week. So, all right, JB, who you got? Uh, well, interesting that you would mention it in that context. Uh, my top four is identical to your top four. My top five, however, instead of having the Packers, and I thought about it too, uh, I put the Steelers in myself. And it's the way they came back against the Broncos that caused me to do it. And, and like you said, granted, Manny's on the bench. Osweiler was starting. But you still have to come back from that type of deficit. And it takes both sides of the ball to do it. They shut them down offensively in the second half. The the second half, the offense woke up. And they came back and won. And I'm all about grit. I'm all about fortitude. And they showed both. So with that and just the way that they've been playing the last several weeks, 
I put them at five, but one through four I have identical. Okay. Fair enough. I, I, I think K-Star was a week early in putting them in the top five, but this week I can't dispute it. Um, Dr. Train. Uh, Mine will be the same as JV. Okay. All right. That's easy to record. K Star, we got the Steelers at number one this week. All right, go ahead. K Star. Nah. <laughs> nah. Nah. Um, yeah, I got a lot of crap for the Steelers last week. But, you know, so, real quick. I, all right, now, I don't agree with pretty much any of you guys' top five. I don't have a huge problem with it because I understand, <clears throat> you know, kind of the context as to why. But my whole thing is, and I just, again, I want to put it out there one more time, is I guess I wait, you know, recent performance more so than season one performance. Um, and the more I think about it, it and I think it has merit, um, think about it this way. So the teams, you know, it's one of those things where it's not always the best team that wins the Super Bowl. Oftentimes it's the hottest team, right? And I think that's what we're kind of seeing from the Steelers and the Seahawks right now. The, the arrow clearly is pointing up as they both have been, really since they've played one another, have been just on a tear. And I, I actually have the Seahawks at number five. And I have the Steelers at number four. Um, and I left the Bengals and I put them at number six. And, you know, for me, the only reason, again, and I'll say it one more time, is because with, with Dalton Hurt, um, it, it's, still, it's not the same Bengals team we've seen for the season-long stretch. Now, they are still a really good team. You know, they are, you know, really impressive on, on bad weapons everywhere, both sides of the ball. Uh, but, you know, we've seen Ninja McCarron already be turnover-prone when he's throwing pick sixes, and he didn't play so great at, at San Francisco. I caught a lot of that game because I was interested. Uh, number three, um, <clears throat> I have New England. Uh and I want to give a shout out. Um, we we're talking about the best players in the league, and I, I kind of and we were talking about Norman earlier, but I just got to say, man, Malcolm Butler's really, really, really good. Like really good. And I'm not saying he's definitely a, you know a best player, but he's he's one of the best players on the Patriots, and that's the account for something because that team is filled with with dominant players all over the place, and he's becoming you know that their version of Ty Law is kind of who he reminds me of. I just want to give a quick shout out to him. I don't think he really gave a lot of pub in the show, but. Really good player. Um, number two with Cardinals, yeah, that offense, defense, both sides of just incredibly balanced. They're definitely, um, they're definitely against the, the Panthers some some issues that they play. And at number one, Carolina, they've won literally in all types of ways. They they've been dominant. They can score. They play defense. There's not really anything that they they can do. And yeah, uh, Cam Newton when he put on that Jordan face when he's about to go on the field uh, and and. You know, you just knew he was going to win that game. Like you said, you saw the look of an MVP, and yeah, Cam, Cam number one. You know, since we're giving shout-outs, I want to recognize um, a player that we don't talk about at all, but he's playing at an MVP level. Uh, that's Carson Palmer. Um, yeah. You know, when 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 you when you can go to a new team and pretty much start over, and these guys. 35 going to be 36 years old and playing at the level that he's playing at um 
you know, I, you know, I got to give this guy some credit, man. He's really lighting it up. I mean, I believe they may have the number one offense in the NFL. If not, they're right there. They, I think they have the number one scoring offense as far as points go in the NFL. I, 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 I can be corrected on that, but I'm, I'm almost positive there's somewhere around 31 points a game. Um, and it's already people are already saying, you know, Cardinals, you know, go to Carolina and play to play the Panthers for the championship game. I'm saying don't forget the Seahawks. Don't sleep on the Seahawks and don't sleep on the Panthers if 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 Rodgers gets completely right. We know Jordy Nelson's out, but um I just can't can't ignore them. But Carson Palmer is really lighting it up this year and I, I you know, got to give him some credit where credit is due there. Um Madden Voice top 5 rankings, cumulative rankings based on all our individual rankings. Uh the Steelers for the first time actually cracked the top 5 at number 5. Um the Bengals uh, sit at number four. The Cardinals will sit at number three. The Patriots at number two, and the Panthers at number one. So that would be the Madden Voice top five uh, power rankings. And um, you know, I, I I think this this week I have no issue. Last week I had an issue. I didn't I didn't think they were there yet, the Steelers. But um, I I can't dispute it. I, like I said, I gave it a lot of thought. I looked at the Steelers. I looked at the Seahawks. K Star. There is some there is some merit to the getting hot thing. But at the same time, I still can't ignore, you know, getting hot. But you got a Panthers team that's been hot all year. You know what I mean? And you got, you know, so I can't ignore a team that's only lost two games in the entire season, like the Patriots, or a team that's only lost three games. You know, it's hard to just ignore that for a team. I mean, and, and frankly, if we want to talk about being hot, why aren't we talking about the Kansas City Chiefs? They're not on any of our rankings, and they're eight games in a row. They're the second hottest team in the NFL behind the Panthers. Yeah, yeah, and so, you know, in, in some respect, we're all remiss in ignoring the Chiefs because nine and five, eight games in a row could be, could you know, you guys are battling them in the Jets for that for that playoff spot. So, um, do you want to do you want to get in, do you want to give a quick uh, kind of quick acknowledgement about the Chiefs? Can I just say something? Um, yeah, good. Yeah, the, the Chiefs. The Chiefs are really good. They're really impressive. Um, they they're a team that. Uh, I don't think that they're a Super Bowl contender, but honestly, you know, they might be a top three team in the AFC with the way they are playing and with how injuries have kind of fallen lately. You know, they run the ball really well. They play dominant defense. My concern for them, um, while I still expect them to play good defense, I think it's really uh, a big note we got got to acknowledge is Justin Houston may be out for the rest of the year. And that guy, I think, had 20-plus sacks last year, and he's the – he is the main reason that their pass rush is so dominant. So that's something to look out for in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. And, you know, I, I'll just say this. I don't disagree with you. Um, my problem with the Chiefs, is, which is probably why I don't acknowledge them, is I've I've seen the Andy Reid show. And the Andy Reid show doesn't do much in the postseason. And so let's see what happens. You know what I mean? Um Let's see what happens. I just don't think he's a postseason quality coach because I've seen him for years in in uh, Philly, and he was able to with with a very good Philly team. He made you know one NFC Championship game, one Super Bowl, in nine years coaching that team. So let's see, let's see. But right now, yeah, eight in a row, you know. And by K Star's measurement, we should all have them in our top five because they are the hottest team next to the Panthers in the NFL. They're the second, they have the second longest win streak. So, um, all right, uh, let's go on and make some picks. Um, 
Yeah, let's go ahead and make some picks this week, see what we're up against here. Um, standings right now, I'm bringing up the rear for us four at 1,470 points. JB is ahead of me at 1,510. Uh, Ali Quick, uh, that's K-Star, is ahead of him at 1,560. And still dominating us um, is Dr. Train at 1,710. So, um Congratulations, Dr. Train. You are you are running the show right now, and I'm bringing up the rear. That's, that sucks, actually. That sucks. I lost in fantasy football, man. My whole football season is over. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I, I saw that, man. I saw that. Nelson, Nelson's, Nel, Nel is trying to be the back-to-back winner. So, don't so let it happen, What happened with that game? Don't let it happen. What happened with the game? Um, I didn't catch the final, the final tally on that. Uh, well, um, one, I had the bad defense, so uh, that was a fatal mistake. Um, I was up by five points or so right before Monday Night Football, so yeah, Ebron helped him out. So a different defense would have would have sufficed me, but I will say he did have Amari Cooper sitting on his bitch for 30 points. Oh, Wow. I didn't start. I didn't, I didn't start the last few weeks. Say, say that again. I said Amari Cooper hadn't been doing anything for the last three weeks, so I can understand him putting him in there. I mean, he had Decker. He had who did he start? Who did he start over? Well, he, he had, had Decker, Beckham, and Mike Evans. OBJ, and he had another guy that. Oh, Mike Evans. Yeah, yeah. So okay. he had, he had three solid people, no doubt. Um, yeah. I think I should have uh, I should have searched the waiver wire harder because um, I needed a gym. I knew I needed a gym, but really what messed me up is uh, Alshon Jeffries got hurt in the Bears game in the first half, so he was missing all second half. And regardless of us winning the game, he would have gotten a lot of targets, which would have gotten me points. And then uh, I, didn't, I didn't even know he got hurt. Yeah, he got hurt. And Larry Fitzgerald didn't really get a whole lot in. Um, in, in the Arizona game, so I knew Mark Floor was heating up in that one, but I, I thought Larry Fitzgerald would get something against that secondary of the Eagles, and he didn't so really get much. Who who was he playing? Did he start in the, in the final. Got a three swing on defense, so that that's what kills you. Uh, train, you, you yeah, give him a minus and he's getting a plus twenty one. That's a twenty four point swing. That's what kills you. Yeah, if you had anybody that give you three points, four five points. You're good. I was I was searching bad for a defense, but every everyone that was out there was just like, oh hum. It was hard to really pick one. Um, but I just did not think Chicago would get destroyed like that. Oh my God! So, just, so yeah. who's in the who's in the championship game against? The, no, the championship game is uh, JB, who managed to pull one out against my boy and. Um, that you beat a good uh, you know, young friend of mine in, in Tennessee, and uh, and Neil. So JB, I don't like I don't like back to back winners, man. Wait, 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 wait. That's, that's, that's oh, my thing. Hold on, hold on. JB, you in the championship game? Yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, you know, yeah. man, I don't get no, I don't get no text. I don't get no nothing. I didn't, even, I didn't know. You know, you don't, you don't left, you don't, you don't left football for women. I mean, I guess we can allow it. Ah, well, I'm here every week, so I don't know how you say that. I'm, uh, you know, don't ask where I was Sunday night watching the Pittsburgh game because I certainly wasn't home. I ended up at some restaurant, and thank God they had the game on. I'm like, ah, the game's on. All right. Yeah, woo. 
Um, all right. Well, well, good luck. Good luck, brother. I, didn't know. I haven't looked since I was eliminated. Since since the, I haven't even looked. I I just I'm so disgusted with everything. My fantasy football teams, my Cowboys, has just not been a good football year for me. So, um, all right. Well, good luck, JB. Yeah, definitely. definitely I've been knee deep trying to make sure my team is straight. <clears throat> okay. I, I don't like back to back winners, man, so I'm I'm rooting for you. Well, hey, I'm, I'm going to try my best. I know I got a stiff opponent, so I'm going to do my best. That's all I can do. Oh, yeah. He's definitely tough. Oh, my God, he's tough. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know it. <laughs> he's, a, I know he's, it. A, he's an original EAFL guy from back 05, 06 when we started all of this. Uh, and, and and just to add a little fuel to your fire, he's a huge New York Giant fan. Yeah, so yeah you gotta own him. That did it. Yeah. It was done before then because I think my my record last year because last year was my first year. I think I was going like four and nine or, or three and ten. It was something. It was sub five hundred. So I, I finished nine and four on a three game win streak, and then managed to barely get by this past week. So. I know I got my work cut out for me. I know I do. All right. Well, good luck. I'll be checking in to see who wins. I'll check in and over the just, weekend. What's going on? And, and just one more thing, T. I just want to give one shout-out. Even though this guy probably won't won't hear this, man, I would like to give a shout-out to the kid, to the guy, Jerry's kid. He's actually a Cowboys fan. In case you and Jamie didn't know, he's, he, is a, he is a Cowboys fan. But, yeah, he stepped his game up this season. He, he was getting ran over. I put him in the league maybe like two, three years ago. And I warned him when I put him in there, but he finally, <laughs> finally got his head out of his butt and started uh, realizing that he need to need to stay on. He don't, but he don't listen to the Madden voice. I, I hey man, I He's listened before. He's, I won't yeah. say he hasn't. He's listened uh-huh. before. Uh-huh. Just uh-huh. not inconsistent. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I give him a shout out if he listens to the show. You don't listen to the show. I'm <laughs> he can join Bryce. Anyway, okay, let's move on and make some picks. No, no, no. Don't, he ain't nowhere near Bryce. <laughs> let's go on here and make some picks. <laughs> oh, man. It tells me we won't hear from Bryce anymore, which is fine. I, I think I was more than patient with him, but all right, moving on. We got a Thursday you night were, game. You were, Thanks. for the record, you definitely were. Well, thank you, K-Star, considering he always tried to lean you, on you with support. You, you you were actually more patient with him this week than you were with me last week, and I'm disgusted by that. Yeah, but you know what? You got an apology. You got an apology on Facebook. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm just and, 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 and live on the show. He would never get that from me. He get, he get, he get kicking his teeth. That's about all he going to get. Shoot. Um, notice when I told him we could meet, he only in Brooklyn. You know, Brooklyn ain't nothing but, but less than two hours from where I'm at. We can meet midpoint. We can meet in, like, Stanford – Norwalk somewhere and hit up a bar and, you, you know, let's talk. Let's see what you got. But notice he, he ran from that. No, it's not worth my time. Yeah, okay, punk. Anyway, um, <laughs> all right. Chargers, 4-10. and ten. <clears throat> All this talk about them leaving San Diego, huh? Chargers, 4-10 and ten at the Raiders, 6-8. and eight. Um, A lot of games this week don't really mean anything. This is one of them. Um the Raiders are home. Let me just put it to you this way. Does anybody give the Chargers a chance in, in Oakland? No. Mm. Nah. I'm right with Oakland on this one. All right. 
Yeah, I, I think the I don't think the Chargers really have much to play for. I'll be honest with you, it looks like they're leaving San yeah. Diego, and uh, you know they put it on, they left it all on uh, in Qualcomm. You know, um, got that win last week, and that's 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 about it. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, they're about to mail it in. They're about to mail it in. And for DFS players, play your Raiders this week. Fancy players, all of you. I know Latavius Murray hasn't been so great. Yeah, yeah that, that's going to change. Yeah, I agree. San Diego has nothing left. They literally left their heart on that field that day. Uh, Literally, on they did. They did. Like Eric Weddle, yeah, Eric Weddle. I saw the picture of him laying on the field after the game, and yeah. those guys are really emotional. There's no way they're going to be ready to play a, an actual yeah. competitive game Thursday. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I agree. All right. Um, big game. If the Redskins win this game, I believe they win the division. I believe they will have yeah. locked up the they division with a win. Um, I'm double-checking that. Yes, they will win the division. So, um with a win in Philly over the Eagles. JB, who you got? Oh, I'm sorry. Raiders, 86% have the Raiders over on the NFL.com. Pick them. I have the Raiders over uh, the Chargers. Okay. Um, JB, Washington at Philly. Washington playing for the division. Philly's playing to stay in stay in the in the race. Who you got? Uh, normal wisdom would take the Eagles just because of the NFC being the NFC. But I hate to do it. But I'm going to do it. I'm going to put the Redskins. I think that um, Kirk Cousins, I, I think he's he's the intermediate solution. I wouldn't say he's the long-term solution, but he's he's the dirt deserving of a three-year contract, the way he's played so far. And I, I think he's going to get the W in this one. So I'm going Redskins. Okay. Dr. Train? I'm going to take the Eagles, man. Um, it, it's – you know, yeah, they beat us at our home, so they've got their first win on the road. I think we're, like, cashing it out this year. So if your team has not won on the road, hopefully Chicago is still on your schedule. But we like to let people get their first everything. But, <laughs> yeah, I, I, this is going to come down to the last week. This, 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 it wouldn't be right if this division didn't come down to week 17. This division does not get locked up at week 16. Well, what we have to look for? So, yeah, mm-hmm. Eagles. Okay. Uh, K-Star. Um, yeah, this is a little tough. Uh, Washington played so much better at home and they're on the road this game, but I'm going to go with Washington. They have more to play for. I mean, they both have something to play for, but I feel like Washington just has an overall more balanced, better unit, uh, like how Cousins is playing. And I think, listen, I like that. I like him. So, Redskins. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. So two of you, two of you have the Redskins, and one of you has the um, Eagles. You like that? You like that? Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with the Eagles. Um, I think that it, it, I think Train is right. I mean, you don't know which team's gonna show up with Philly, and you don't know which team's gonna show up with Washington. This is a Philly team that beat the Patriots. You know, um, this is a Redskin team where Cousins has went out there and thrown for three and four touchdowns in a game, and then the next week, you know, they they can't convert. So I I don't know with either team which team is going to show up. So I'm going to go with the home team. Um, I, I I don't really care. I was sitting there trying to decide who do I want to win the division. I don't really care. So I'm going to go with the Eagles just because I can. Fifty three percent have the Redskins over the Eagles. So it's kind of a pick 'em game. And this is Saturday night football. So we got 
um, Christmas Eve football at 825. And then we've got um, the day after Christmas football at 825. So you've got football sandwiching uh, Christmas Day. Um, all right, Panthers at the Falcons. Oh, yeah. Um, 86% have the Panthers. Anybody predicting an upset? You know what? I'm going to. I'm just to throw it out there. I'm going to. And and I thought the father would be able to do it the first time around and boy was I wrong. Or maybe it was somebody else. But just because, uh, and, and trust me, I, I don't have a whole lot of confidence in it, but hell, somebody's got to. Hmm. All right. Don't fall on that sword, huh? Yep. Hey, man, I don't follow my words, saying so shoot. All right. <laughs> well, bro, I'm gonna leave you out there on that island all by your lonesome, and I'm the one who said Probably. the Falcons. I, I'm the one who said the Panthers won't go won't go undefeated, but I, I can't I can't get behind the, the Falcons. Um, but hey, who knows? Division game. Falcons got nothing to play for other than to say that they stopped the undefeated team. Maybe they put it together, but I'm I'm going with the Panthers. Um. 86% on NFL.com have the Panthers. Dr. Train, your Chicago Bears traveling to Tampa Bay to play the 6-8 and eight Buccaneers. Nothing to play for for either team. Who you got? Mm. This is one of the chances I probably should be just on Lily Smith's side just so the hell of it. You know what, people, Bears. Only cool thing about this game is that I get a chance to see James Winston play. He'll probably play, play better than he did last week because, uh, man, they got tore up last week. Man, they got tore up. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm going to pick Chicago just because I'm a fan. Okay. Uh, K-Star. Yeah, uh, I like Tampa Bay. I like Winston and Doug Martin, especially. Let's get it done. Okay. JB? Yeah, I'm going to Tampa Bay, too. After a rough start, they've been able to get it together. they got some momentum to uh, put towards, towards next year. Uh, I like I like what I'm seeing on the offense. I think Lovey Smith is going to keep working on that defense. So, going to Tampa Bay also. Okay. Um, I'm going with Tampa. 75% have the Bucks winning over the Bears. All right. The Pittsburgh Steelers going to Baltimore to play the Ravens. Uh, is anybody picking the Ravens to pull an upset? Let's move on. Steelers are <laughs> 92% predicted to win. Um, I'm surprised it's not 99%. Right. All right. The Dallas Cowboys, and I'm hoping this game is on TV. It might be on TV up here with Buffalo being a, being a local, being about the only, that's a New York team, so I might have to have that game on TV. Um Dallas Cowboys traveling to Buffalo to play the Buffalo Bills. Um, should I go on record and say it's going to be two and two again? Yeah. Okay, Star? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I had to think about it, but yeah. Well, Kellen Moore is the X factor. We don't know what we're going to get out of him. And if he plays. Yeah. What I saw from him, uh, he did have three interceptions, but um, I also saw a guy, I just saw a lot from him that I was impressed with, even with the three picks. Getting the ball to Dez, you know, quick release, not sitting back there holding the ball. Um, now with a whole week of practice as the starting quarterback, 
I'm optimistic that he could have a good game and get it. You know, Cowboy fans want to see us tank so we can get it like the first pick in the draft. Hell no, go win this game. So I'm going with the Cowboys. I know Jay's going with the Cowboys. Um, I am. Let me let me add a little bit too because I never really did get to touch upon it. We had too many other stuff things going on, but I agree. I I, I like what I saw from from uh, from Kellen. I remember watching him at Boise State playing on the Smurf turf. And the knock on him was he doesn't have a strong arm. But we found that to be the case, but he's got everything else. Uh, he just had a few reads that were, were incomplete, and that's why he had those first two picks. But the thing that I like is that he was looking down the field. That's the thing. He was looking downfield. It wasn't the three-yard slant or five-yard thinking dump. He was looking downfield. And that's what really has been needed all along has been sorely missed. So I'm glad to see that. And that's that's another reason, aside from homerism, where you're going with my boy. I was actually, um, when I was watching him, I mean, the stat line doesn't look pretty, but I felt like he played pretty well, especially considering the situation against the defense he was playing. And I uh, will piggyback off that. I felt that, yeah, he not only was he challenging deep a little bit, but most importantly from what I saw, he was going through his progressions. You could see it. You see it with the head movement. Uh, he was doing doing his thing there, you can tell that he felt really comfortable, um, even though it didn't start out that way. So that's pretty encouraging. Maybe you guys became <clears throat> a viable backup next year in case uh, anything happens. Hopefully nothing does to um, to Romo. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I think he could be that person. And, you know, let's, you know, even though Romo's locked in for a few years under contract, but, you know, it's not too soon to start thinking about who, who are you going to, hand the franchise over to um you know a lot of people want to see rg3 come to dallas i I say why why i've seen everything i need to see from him i i no no thank you uh kellen moore can get it done these next couple games and show more progress i I say put your put your money in him um all right uh nfl.com 84 percent have the bills it's so disrespectful 84 percent damn damn all right. <laughs> America's team, right? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like we ain't like we ain't played competitively pretty much every game of the season except maybe Carolina and the and the and the freaking Patriots. But damn. Man. Yeah, all right. Well, let's see what happens. Maybe America knows something. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Um 49ers at the Lions. Um, both teams ain't going anywhere, but is anybody brave enough to pick the 49ers? All right, I didn't think so. 84% have the Lions at home um, against the uh, 49ers. Browns traveling to Kansas Kansas City to play the Chiefs. Um, I'm assuming we're consensus Chiefs on, on this one. All right, 95% NFL.com, Chiefs over the Browns. All right, here we go, a game to really actually pick. Um, The Patriots traveling to MetLife Stadium to play the Jets. I'll start this one out. Um, For many reasons, I'm picking the Patriots. Um, I saw the Jets because we just played them, and um, I think that they are okay. But I didn't. I wasn't overly impressed with the team. To be honest with you. Um, Chris Ivory did not run all over the place like everyone predicted. Brandon Marshall was kept in check. Um, 
um, Kirkpatrick had some decent, you know, down the stretch he made some drives, he did some things, but you know, I I wasn't I, I expected to see a Panthers level defense or you know a juggernaut defense, and I didn't see that. They, they, they're okay. Um, I I think the Patriots are gonna do some work in this game. To be honest with you, I, I really do. And Amendola and Gronkowski and you know, I, yeah, I I don't see it. I think the I think the Jets are a little overhyped. So that's my opinion. I'm going with the Patriots. And I think this might be a big one for them, even though it's a division game, and we know how division games can sometimes go. And Rex Ryan certainly, you know, plays Manning competitively, but he don't beat him. He just plays him competitively. So I'm going to Patriots. Um, K Star. Yeah, I'm also going with the Patriots, especially because they just match up really well defensively. Um, definitely expect uh, Malcolm Butler to. Actually, actually, Butler would probably line up on Decker and then double Marshall all game. I think they did that last time they played and <clears throat> had some decent success. I think the Jets are pretty solid, but uh, you know that they're just they're they're not doing this level. Um, so definitely like New England. And I think there's a chance Edelman might play. I don't know if that's just conjecture or rumors or what, but heard that there that he's not been ruled out. That there's actually a legitimate chance. We'll see, but obviously that would only help the case even more. They don't really necessarily need him in this game, but it would be nice. Okay. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Um, I wouldn't count on seeing Edelman. I think. I think a lot of that is gamesmanship by Belichick. Um, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't count on seeing Edelman. And Patriots did sign Stephen Jackson to a one-year deal, so let's see if he makes it on the field. But um, I. I. I would be shocked to see Edelman this week. Um. All right. Uh, case. Um, I'm sorry, JB. Who do you got? Yeah, I'm going Patriots. Also, they still have something to play for. If I remember, they they still haven't locked in the number one seed just yet. So, and that's extremely important. Plus, uh, as far as the, for the Jets, watch out for Bilal Powell being used as a, more of a receiver than a running back. He he could be an yeah. X factor for this, but I'm still going with the Patriots. Okay. Definitely agree. Agree with that. All right. Okay. And Trey. Man, uh, Jets, the Swords seem like a high team right now, kind of. Um, but it, there's still a mountain to beat the Patriots. So I'm going to go with the uh, Patriots on this one. Hmm. Okay. Well, had I known that, I would have Damn. Okay. All right. Um, Colts going to – oh, I'm sorry. Uh, 78% have the Patriots over the Jets on uh, NFL.com. All right. Um, Colts at the Dolphins. Um, K-Star, who you got? I like the Dolphins. There's actually a lot of uh, talk here in the Indianapolis. I've heard that <clears throat> T.Y. Hilton uh, was was discussing that the Colts really aren't taking shots down the field. It's kind of like they had a, a pedum swing the other way now where it's like, you know, earlier in the year, they were taking too many shots. Now they're just not taking enough. So, that, that, if anything, what that suggests to me is um, some some struggles in route, in frustration in the locker room for a team that has not lived up to expectations. And I don't see why that would change. I think they lost the division last week. Um, 
And yeah, I mean, there's merit to that. They really don't throw deep. And Charlie Whitehurst might be playing at quarterback this week, and it's never a good thing. As bad as Miami is, they're they're, they're better than what the Colts will offer uh, at Miami. So I'm going with Dolphins. Dr. Train. Um, man. Uh, I'm going to go with Indiana right now. This may change. I'm going to take the Colts right now. Not like either team is all that believable, but Colts. Okay. JB? Yeah, I'm going with the Colts also. They're, they're still alive to, believe it or not, win the division. They've got something to play for. Uh, Dolphins obviously don't. It's one of those news games, but I'm going to default to the Colts. Going with the Colts, I always say head coach and quarterback. Uh, quarterback here, who the heck knows? Um, Tannehill does not impress me, so I can't, in, in all fairness, give him much of an edge over whoever they start in Indianapolis. But I can certainly give uh, Pagano uh, uh, the, the the tip over um, over uh, Dan Campbell. So for that, yeah. So I'm going with the Colts. Uh, NFL.com, 58% have the Colts. And and it is, there is something to be said for, something to play for. Um, so, all right, Texans with the uh, with the recently signed Brandon Whedon um, at seven and seven, leading the division. And, and that's something. Guy comes to Dallas, goes zero and three, and um, goes to Houston and might end up playing in the playoffs. Go figure. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it, there's a lot of scope, but just just the just the just the in all fairness, I, I don't agree with it. But there's a lot of scuttlebutt in Dallas that maybe they pulled the trigger too quickly on Brandon Whedon. That if you look at the games he played, he was actually scoring points where Castle wasn't, and um, that the defense wasn't really in sync as much then as it became later on in the season. And maybe they should have ridden his wave a little bit longer. Um, I mean, to me, that's typical classic Monday morning quarterback. And the guy was 0-3. They didn't win the games. Yes, he got he scored more points, but he didn't score enough. He hasn't been good as a starter his whole career. I had no problem with them benching him and bringing in a veteran quarterback like Castle. If anything, I would want to argue it was did they ride Castle a little too long? And with what I saw for more, I think I called for more a week earlier. I think I came out and said I enough for Castle, and I'm ready to go with more. Um, yep. So so I, I'm wondering now if maybe they should have made that move a little sooner um, with what I saw from him um, this past weekend. But this whole Whedon thing, uh, yeah, no. And now he gets to play the Titans. And so if he wins against the 3-11 and Titans, it's going to look like, oh, my God, he's a second coming. Really? Uh, uh, yeah, come on, slow your roll. Um, but he'll find a way to blow this game. So I'm going to start off, and because it's Brandon Whedon, and because I'm gonna, I'm going, I'm, I'm going to stick by my guns. I don't think as a starter he's very good, so I'm going with the Titans to to beat the Texans, and I have the Colts winning, and then that division is going to be tied again, going into the last week of the season. So I've got Tennessee pulling at home, and they're going to beat up on Brandon Whedon. He's not very good, and everybody will see that this weekend. Um, JB, who you got? Well, and let me just say one last thing about that whole. Pulled the plug early on Weedon match. Look, from one of my favorite movies, Juice, Samuel L. Jackson said, and I have to paraphrase because of it being a family show, corn syrup over crap don't make it pancakes. <laughs> nice. uh, uh, I so, like that. That's good. That's good. 
With that mm-hmm. being said, I should be going with the Titans. Even though Mariota is not going to be playing, it'll probably be Zach Mettenberger, but it will be at home. And uh, reading, like I told you all before. But you told me no. You can't say no. Sorry, it's the only Samuel Jackson clip I had. Go ahead. <laughs> when when Whedon doesn't start, but he, he'll, he'll pick up in the middle of the game, oh, he's real good. Because he did that with the Cowboys earlier this year. He did the same thing when CJ well, went out with, um, I don't know what kind of injury he had. I think it was a concussion or something like that. I can't remember. But he did the same thing. Put him in the next week, flat tire. So I'm looking for the same thing here, too. I'm going with Titans. Okay. Wow. Dr. Trent. You guys are shooting the Titans because y'all don't believe in Brendan Wheaton. That's exactly why. I don't believe in him as a starter. He did nothing as a starter to have me have any confidence. He did exactly what he did last week in Dallas, off the bench. No film on him, no prep for him. He's able to execute and get some things done. Now they know who he's starting. They're going to prepare for him. And And they're home. I just I have no faith in Brandon Whedon, none. I think he's going to show exactly why he was released from Dallas, why Cleveland couldn't wait to get rid of him. Number one draft pick. Yeah, okay. All right. I want to go Houston. Okay. Okay. That's your right. You got Houston. Um. I thought I was giving you a reason to pick your old home, your old home team, man. I was, I'm, I'm pumping you up, giving you a reason to go for your old home team. Um, I will never claim them ever. Well, I, I, I claim you. Hey, I've I, I certainly, you only have one team. I appreciate, I respect you that for that. Um, they were your home team. They just won your team. You know what I mean? That's all. Um, K Star, who you got? Uh, I mean, I get the takes on on Whedon, and I get why you guys would pick against them. I mean, I certainly it's gonna be rare when I pick him, but when you're playing a team that's probably gonna get the first overall pick in the draft and they're without their stud uh, rookie quarterback, no Mariota this week, uh, I gotta go with Houston almost by default. I mean, because that defense is still gonna show up. You know, Watt's gonna be there, so. Mm-hmm. Okay. 89% agree with Train and K Star. Uh, me and JB going to stick by our guns on this one, and we didn't talk in advance. I just think Whedon's terrible as a starter. But we'll see. We'll see what he's able to produce, you know. Um, Jacksonville at the Saints. Saints, end of discussion. JB? Um, I'm going to hold off on this one. Right now I'm picking the Saints until I hear otherwise from Breeze. They're talking about torn plantar fascia. If he's not able to play, then I'll go with the Jags. But if he is able to play, then I'm going with the Saints. Okay. K-Star? Hmm. Uh, yeah, real quick on that torn plantar fascia. I get this injury Peyton has right now, too. But um, reading this now, it's like Breeze hopes to continue playing in the final two games anyway. Uh, we'll see. Um, that's it. I'm still going to pick Jacksonville. Uh, because, I mean, if Breeze, if, if Breeze plays, he's obviously ailing. And that defense is so, so bad. It's so bad. Like, yeah, give me Jacksonville. Okay. Train? Uh, I think you Breeze is going to sling it around a little bit, man. So I'm, uh, I'm going to go with the Saints. I mean, I do like Jacksonville, you know, so I favor the Saints on this one. Okay. 
yeah, I, I would be shocked if Breeze didn't play. I mean, there's so many unanswered questions on this team in the off season. Um with Peyton, you know, and what's going to happen with him? Is he coming back? And um, so let let yeah, I'd be shocked. Even with the, I know I, I watched the game, uh, some of the game, and I, they were talking about his foot injury and all of that. But uh, you know, this guy's a warrior. I mean, he's going to play, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't know it as a fact, but I'm predicting he's going to play. So um, yeah, um, 66% have the Saints over the Jaguars. Rams traveling to. Um, Play the twelfth man, the Seattle Seahawks. I'm going with the Seahawks. Is anybody? I know the Rams in the past have played them tough, but I don't think they got it this year. Anybody picking the Rams to upset the Seahawks? Not this time. All right, let's move on. Ninety-one <laughs> percent have the Seahawks beating the Rams. Um, arguably the game of the week. The Packers. Traveling to Arizona, Sunday 4, 425 game. Um, hopefully this is a nationally televised game. Packers at Arizona. Mmm, boy. Promises to be a molly whopper. Um, Dr. Train, who you got? <laughs> Going with them Cardinals, man. Looking forward to seeing this. I look forward to seeing this. Okay. I expect Larry Fitzgerald to actually have a pretty good game. I was, I was hoping to get to the championship just so I would have Larry for this game. Cause that's secondary, but, but uh, Green Bay is not good. Okay. K-Star? I like Arizona, and I actually like Arizona to blow them out. Um, I know that sounds sacrilegious, but... Yeah, uh, the Packers secondary, I think they were without Sam Shields last week. He's the best cover corner. He might not play again this weekend. They're, they're going to need him, and they're going to need a lot more than that because that offense in Arizona is coming to play, and I don't think Green Bay, offensively, the receivers are going to get – they can't separate really against anyone anyway, let alone Patrick Peterson. Um, I think the most interesting thing to see is how the Cardinals replaced Tyron Matthew because apparently he tore his ACL, and that guy's a beast at the safety spot. So mm-hmm. uh, that's that. Uh, so, like – Still like the Cardinals and like David Johnson have a big game. The Honey Badger is out for the rest of the season. You are correct. JB. K-Star, you make a great point. And uh, I'm going with the Cardinals also. And with that being said, with with, um, Honey Badger being out, it's going to be more of a ball control, I think, so that the defense doesn't have to work too much. Although, even without them, they're still a really good defense. But here's a different Yeah, they'll just push the cannon back. Right, he he is definitely a difference maker, but I'm still going to go with Arizona. Well, I will be the voice of dissension. Um, I, I I you guys know, even though I have him in my par rankings, I um I'm still just not a huge fan of Bruce Arians. That's just me. I do believe in Carson Palmer though. He's having a great year. Fitzgerald's having a great year. Uh, a team is looking solid. I just have a hard time picking against Green Bay. And Aaron Rodgers, um, you know, they're they're trying to um, win this division. And the Vikings, and that will be our next pick, but the Vikings are playing the Giants, and that game could go either way. Um, you know, the Packers have, you know, they, they, they control their own destiny as far as winning the division. And I think, I think, Carson, how do, how do I say this? Carson Palmer's playing very well, but he's no Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers has been here before. And, yeah, he don't have the weapons, but we've seen this. We've seen the Packers 
with 16 players on injured reserve go and win a Super Bowl a few years back. So I, I think I think Rodgers is going to show why he's, you know, one of the best, if not the best in the league. I just have this. I could be wrong. I, I said the Broncos were going to beat the Steelers, and for a half I was all on it. And then, I, then my, my prediction fell apart. So let's see what happens. I'm going with the Packers in an upset. Uh, NFL.com has the Cardinals 72% over the Packers. Um, the G-Men at the Vikings. Both playing for something. Giants trying to stay um, relevant, although by the time they play, the division could be over. Um, and certainly the Packers will be playing at the same uh, – they'll be playing – they'll know if the, pack, if, the, if the Packers have won, um, and they're going to need to win to kind of keep pace because I don't, I don't know if um, – let me see if the Packers can clinch the division with a win. Oh no, they cannot. So they need they need they need Minnesota to lose. So all right. So um I'm gonna go with Minnesota on this one. Um I just don't like the Giants. So there you go. There there's my rationale. I don't like the Giants. <laughs> uh Dr. Train, who you got? It may be a lot more interesting to see the Giants win this than Minnesota. Um, they dominated us. I can't. I can't take anything from them. But I'm, I'm going to go with the Giants on this one. Okay. JB. Uh, if Beckham isn't firmly suspended, I would go with the Giants. Although it looks like he is, and he's going to appeal, and we should hear something more sooner than later. Um, I'm going to go with the Vikings. I know that. Um, Peterson's got a sprained ankle. He's going to be a little banged up, but they are playing at home, and um, it's a tough team still. So I'm going with the Vikings. As long as OBJ is suspended, I'm going with the Vikings. Okay. K-Star. Yeah, i got to go with the Vikings for sure. Um, OBJ being out, obviously, it's, it's, it's monstrous. I don't expect him to win his appeal. I don't really... Could be wrong. Uh, I don't think it's appeal, but even if so, um, that Giants defense is really bad, and uh, Adrian Peterson's really good, and it's at Minnesota. So, got to go with the Vikings. Yeah, he he won't win the appeal. He ain't playing. He won't win the appeal. I don't think he should be you know what? but he he won't win. I, I forgot all about that, man. So yeah, I'll I'll, I'll definitely go with the Vikings. I we we spent we spent like twenty minutes on the topic, bro. You forgot? <laughs> I forgot all about it. <laughs> Dude, was actually up here, you know? You lose track of everything that happens, man. Oh, that was funny. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> That's what happens when Bryce gets on the phone, man. He just disrupts no, I was everything. just thinking that to myself. I was like, man, yeah. Bryce just... Yeah. All right. NFL.com, Vikings, 77% over the Giants. Last but not least, um, a game that should be a great game, but we'll see McCarron against Osweiler. Um, the Bengals, 11-3, um, trying to clinch the division with a win. They clinched the division um, against the Broncos at 10-4, and everything is still pointing to Brock being the starting quarterback. Um, and, and let me just make one comment on the side. You know, there's a reason why we're able to do this show, because you guys, if you, if you watch – the, the 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 mainstream shows these guys don't always know what they're talking about the the, the report that Peyton Manning refused to back up uh, Osweiler he refused 
And then Peyton finally came out and said, that's a bunch of bullshit. Um, you know, it, it's, it's just, it's these guys, I don't, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Peyton Manning is the epitome of class and dignity in NFL. And he is the type of player that will always do what's best for his team. And there's no way that he would ever take that position. Sure, he wants to play. He's supposed to want to play. He's 39 years old. He's he's on his last leg. He's a Hall of Famer, and he's a competitor. He wants to play. But if they made a decision that they're sticking with Brock and you're going to back him up, I get I have not a doubt in my mind that Peyton will take it. Be like, okay. I mean, you know, hey, that's the decision. That's the decision. Um, so that that thing was ridiculous. That said, um, Denver's trying to clinch uh, the division. If they win and KC loses or ties, they win the division. Um, so Denver, Denver has a lot to play for. And, um, I mean, you know, Cincinnati is already in the playoffs, but they're trying to win a division, which certainly, um, you know, would, would put them in a much better position than just getting another wild card. So both teams have a lot to play for Monday night football. Um, who would ever thunk that it wouldn't be Dalton against Peyton Manning, but it's going to be McCarron against Brock Osweiler. So, um, let's go to K-Star first on this one. Who you got? They, uh, that, that's why, that's why those those two teams just missed the top fives. It's Osweiler versus McCarron. Jesus. Uh, actually, you know, in spite of that, I think it'll be a good game because there's so many damn good players on both sides of the ball around those guys. Uh, but I like Denver at home. Um, really expect the Broncos secondary to play well. I know they're kind of, I'm sure, upset by what Antonio Brown did to them last Sunday. So uh, I like them, and I think that. Um, Osweiler and, and, and that offense plays moderately well, and I think that uh, McCarron makes a couple errors that ends up costing them this game. Okay. Denver. Dr. Train. Ah, I'm just going to toss something on my flip-flop. You know what, right now I'm just going to choose Denver because they're at home. I'm not crazy about McCarron versus Osweiler. <laughs> I'll just say Bengals versus Broncos would just sound more appealing. Um but Broncos right now. Okay. J B. Yeah, Bengals, Broncos, battle of the backups. Uh I'm going with the Broncos, but it, the Broncos have a, a ton more to play for. There's a scenario that if the Broncos lose this game and in the next game, they could be out of the playoffs. So this is this is a huge game, and and I'm gonna take the Broncos just for that reason alone. Yeah, um, I'm going with the Broncos, and I really don't have any reason. Um, maybe they're home. Maybe what I've seen from Brock, um, at at times I think is more than what we've seen from McCarron, and you know his couple weeks as a starter. Um, I don't think either one of them are exceptional at this point, but. I think we've just seen a little more upside from uh, Osweiler. And what he did in the first half against uh, the Steelers was incredible. And then he comes out and tanks the second half. But, I mean, he did have a great half. If he can do that for four quarters, you know, this could be a runaway. So I'm going to go with the Broncos. And um, NFL.com, 63% have the Broncos. So there you have it. Those are our picks, and we're sticking to them. All right. um, Final words. Uh, actually, I'm looking for something that I want to say. Oh, here we go. Here it is. We'd like to take a moment to thank you and your family for the warmth and friendship that you've shown ours, for sharing your hospitality and your stories. 
In this holiday season, we're reminded that the things that unite us as a people are more powerful and enduring than anything that sets us apart. And we all have a stake in each other, in something larger than ourselves. So from our family to yours, I'm Barack Obama, and I approve this message. Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. All right, we got that from the president several years ago when his daughters were a little younger. They're they're older now, obviously, but um, you know, and I, you know, me and me and Barack go way back. You know, we 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 got it like that. You know, I say, hey, look at man, can I get a can I get a little something for the Matt voice? Can I get a little something? And he's like, well, you know, T, I can't. You know, I I, I said, look, you can make it generic. You ain't got to drop my name and unlike that. You ain't even got to say the Madden voice. Can I get something generic? I said, all right. Man. I said, all right. He said, I got you. Let me send you a little something generic. He said, but I got to have my family on there, too, you know, in case it slips out. I said, no problem, bro. So he sent that to me, you know, emailed it to me from the White House many years ago, and I play it every year. And I said, thank you, Mr. President, for sharing that, sending that to us. You know, it's very nice. You know, th- you know. Thank you for, for sharing that from the president, from, from him to you, to us. Well, yeah, it's been like a really personal like gift. Like that's that's really intimate, man, and that's why you're the best. Well, you know, and, and you why, know, and then and that's why I hashtag fuck Bryce. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. I think mean, I mean, K-Star been had a little lemon drink or some of his own tonight. My man been on a roll, boy. I, I think yeah. I think K-Star has had enough of his fellow Steelers fans. Nah. Yeah, that's really it. I really think he's had enough. I mean, he started off okay, and they were on, you know, and it's like, you know, we're on the same side, bro. We're good. We're, you know what I mean? But then he just, he just thought, he just thought he was gonna run the show. Ah, I'm gonna, you know, I do whatever I want and do whatever I want. What? Not on our show, you won't click. Um, anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh, Doctor Train, the man with the philosophy. Any final words for for the fans out there? Man, just Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, everybody. So, well, I guess we'll be back on New Year. So, yeah, just Merry Christmas. Enjoy your holiday. Please be safe. Enjoy family. And um, we'll get football this Christmas. Awesome. All right. All right. Uh, uh, K-Star, any any final words? <clears throat> uh, yeah, definitely for sure. Happy holidays. Um, definitely looking forward to mine with this little crazy princess that I have who just turned one, actually she just turned one uh, last Wednesday. So she's, she's, she's almost, she's almost walking. It's pretty awesome. And mm-hmm. she's really into the Christmas tree. And so it's really cute. And uh, looking forward to seeing her attempt to open up more gifts as she's already tugging at them under the tree. Okay. All right. I like that. I like that. Or as Kirk Cousins would say, you like that, you like that. All right. Um, my brother from the state, mother, JB, any final words? Yeah, actually, I got a few. Um, definitely Merry Christmas, everybody. Enjoy your football. Be safe. Enjoy your time with your family. K-Star, I definitely concur with you because um, I've got my little one with me who's not so little. She's, she's five, but I haven't had a Christmas with her for, gosh, 15 or 20 2012, I think, was the last time I had Christmas with her, so I'm looking forward to it. Uh, on a Enjoy it, bro. Uh, shout out to uh, the Charles Woodson. 18 years in the league, retiring, oh, yeah. all the same career. I mean, there's, there's, there are no set of accolades that are, are too long for that man. He has been the, the consummate professional. We talk about OBJ and Josh Norman. Those two guys can actually take a page out of, out of Woodson's book. 
he's been top notch from the start all the way to the end, and um, I tip my cap to him. Great career, and appreciate all the highlights. Definitely a, 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 a Hall of Fame first ballot. Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, echo echo those sentiments. Um, hey, you know, first of all, I just want to say, you know, God bless my co-hosts. You know, um, I, I, you know, could I do this show by myself? Probably. Um, you know, when I started doing this show many years ago, it was by myself. But um, would it be as much fun? Would it be as entertaining? Uh, no, not at all. Um, what you guys bring to the show is just I, I sit back and I listen to the to the rebroadcast and I'm just blessed to have, you know, a diversified group. You guys all bring something unique to the show and we don't always agree, but you know, we I think we give, certainly give uh, the NFL audience something to think about. And uh, you know, I think Train really hit it on the head a few years ago. You know, we can really help fans be better fans, make them more knowledgeable about the game and really show them how to rep their team without making themselves look like Bryce. Okay, so um, you know, um th- thank thank you and you know and uh merry christmas and happy holidays whatever you celebrate to to all of you um and of course especially to my brothers uh, i'm glad i was able to see you for thanksgiving and a couple weeks ago but you know not the same you know dad's not here and jay's not here and you know christmas just doesn't have that same so I just have that same feeling without my brother being up here and certainly with my father being gone. But um, but we still gonna do the best we can. You know, we gonna we gonna do what we can to celebrate and try to have a good time. So, um, so on a personal level, uh, Merry Christmas. Um, as far as football goes, yeah, we're lucky. Um, we got a game on Christmas Eve. We got a game the day after Christmas, and um, you know, we're we're fortunate. And so, um, you know, we get to take Christmas Day and spend it with friends and family and do whatever we need to do on Christmas Day. And then uh, we get to come back and get football Saturday night and we get football Sunday. So, I mean, we get football Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. I mean, you can't – I mean, that's a Christmas gift to all the NFL fans out there. So um, l- looking forward to a really great, great Christmas. So, so listen, we're going to get on out of here. Thank everybody for tuning in. We will be back next year for our end of the year and pretty much end of the season show where we'll look at the playoffs. We'll look at MVP races. Uh, we'll take a second. The Pro, the Pro Bowl teams were re- announced tonight. Fortunately, we didn't get to that tonight. We will look at, look at Pro Bowl lineups, and we'll take a look at snubs. It'll probably be talked about all week anyway, but we'll take a closer look at snubs, playoffs. So we're going to have a super show next week and, of course, you know, bring it in 2016. So... For JB, for K-Star, and for Dr. Train, everybody, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and remember, a lot of football this weekend because that's where all feuds will be settled on the field. Good night, everybody.